Ryan, I think we're live. Go, go, go. Oh, are we live? Hang on. All right. Uh, we'll start talking when uh, when we know we've got some people watching. I see the I see the chats already kind of going and stuff, so that's pretty cool. I don't think anybody's gonna watch this crap. Well, I mean, like Jake, Craig, and Abby aren't here, so it's gonna be hard to say people are even gonna watch tonight. So hopefully, hopefully this is going. Uh, you know, but this is the bootleg edition of Toy Anxiety. So uh, I'm hoping everyone uh, who is watching, I hope they are gonna enjoy it. So it's gonna be a wild ride tonight. Abigail is already in the chat. Oh, it's going to be a night. <laughs> awesome. Welcome, everybody, to Toy Anxiety on Yes, Have Some. I am your host tonight, Ryan Dole, all the way from Vancouver, Canada, stuck behind the border. No fun for me. But that's okay, because we're having our own fun tonight. Yeah. We had our own fun on Geek Dad Life on Sunday. We yeah. even had a little bit today. And he's even here with us right now. He's below me. We got Jay from Geek Dad Life. What's going on? Uh, hello. Uh, I just want to make sure I put drink high C because some people make posts with 17 high C ecto coolers. Me, I still got my old stuff from 2016, but whatever. Well, that stuff's not going for $500 on eBay right now. No, so. it's not. I, I got the wrong high C. It's kind of frustrating, but it's, it's fine. I'm not jealous yeah. or anything. No, no one wants answer the high C. They want... <laughs> High C Afterlife. That's what they. That's what people want today. There's no Slimer on this can. It's worthless. Ah, forget it. And then next to you, we have Jake Stevens. <laughs> wow, Steve. That's a bold name. <laughs> that's a bold name. He's all the way down right below me, like by like two hours. Oh, Jake Stevens yes. from Forlom to Zuckus. How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine. I'm uh, I'm excited to be here. It's this is um you know I you know I like doing the normal show, but you know we all know bootlegs are the superior form of it's like any a type cut. of right. I mean yes. So yeah, I'm absolutely honored to be here on this uh, first official bootleg. Can you call something official bootleg? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> yeah, there's official boots for sure. Official boots. Yeah. That's what the Snyder Cut is technically, isn't it? I think Ooh. so. Right. I think so. A, are we gonna Snyder cut this tonight? Ooh, we go four hours. Is we'll that get really right? dark? Get really brooding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <our> aspect ratio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> slow motion. Lots of slow motion. Awesome. And right next to me is the master of intros. Who probably should have done the intros because he's the master of them. We have Jay Key from Monster Island on Toy Anxiety. It's a YHS crossover. Uh, how are you doing, Jay? I love it. No, and you can't have intros because then we wouldn't be bootleg. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you know, I'm I'm used to podcasting and talking and sitting next to the great tattooed titan of Tokusatsu. But tonight I get to sit next to somebody that he's bigger than YHS. He's bigger than Toy Anxiety. I mean, he truly is shifting the paradigm and shifting the foundation of toy collecting as we know it. And that, of course, is the kingpin of Canadian collectors, Mr. Ryan Dole. I am honored to be here Ooh. as well as with other Jay and other Jake. We're going to rock and roll tonight. It's going to be amazing. And we're going to talk a little kaiju. Hey, you won't even know that Jake's gone. Yeah. <laughs> See, that is amazing. I don't know if I would say I'm bigger than all of that, but man, that's a, those are, those are big, those are big, strong words, man. 
<laughs> but man, let's get let's get right into it. First off, if you're wondering where our regular hosts are, they're recovering. So we've got Craig and Abby and Jacob. They were they spent the weekend in New York. They had a big YHS party on Sunday. They did the red carpet last night. They got to watch the movie with the cast of Ghostbusters Afterlife. They had the best weekend ever. If you're butthurt about that, get over it. They've earned it. They have earned it more than anyone else I know. They worked hard for those spots. And they're great representations of the fan community. I'm so overly happy and proud of them. I'm proud of John Yerkeba, part four, for also getting to be part of that. He busted his balls. He, like all year, man, he was doing the hustle with all that artwork, getting to be part of the book. He was doing part of Fan Fest. He was all part of that. I'm so stoked for him. And I'm going to give a shout out to AJ Quick as well. You know, I mean, he's a main fixture of the Ghostbusters fan community with GB fans. Uh, and that's dating way back. And, uh, you know, he's earned that spot as well. They had great spot in that little pig pen, I like to call it, where they kind of kept them all and nice and neat and tidy. And uh, yeah, it was great. The photos are great. I hope they have more photos. I hope more videos show up. I hope everyone had a blast at the YHS party as well in New York at the Barcade. Uh, I'm really excited and stoked for all of you. And I love you guys. And I'm so super proud of you. So I just want to like so sweet. throw that out there. That's the nicest thing they'll ever get from me. Yeah, that's like, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> definitely the bootleg. Because that's definitely not, you know, the normal Ryan approach. But I, I, it's so true. Like, super, super happy for anybody that's experienced something like that. And I can't wait, cannot wait um to hear from them about it yeah i'm waiting wait for, for the uh cut to commercial where ryan gets up and goes oh son of a bitch and starts <laughs> smashing stuff right <laughs> no i think we get enough of that on our own feeds like if if you if you if you're part of the ghostbusters fan community and you go on facebook or whatever it's just like why are the not why not me right it's like it's like overnight like the moon went to like full mosin and everyone became Peter Mosen for a day. And like that's what it looked like. It was just like, I earned this. It's just like you built a pack. No one gives a shit, man. <laughs> Do a podcast for five years for every day for like, you know, every week for five years. Yeah, then come talk to me about what you've earned, right? Like, come on, you guys, give me a break. Oh, yeah. But it's that's uh a it's the lovely, it's the lovely internet uh, circles where you know, like uh, anytime Hasbro, you know, puts something our way, and it's like, well, how do I get one of those? And I'm like, mm, well, you know, I'd love to see your podcast or your website or your YouTube show or something. Well, it's just not fair. Do you have any of I'd those? I'd love to do see you your spreadsheets on R2 units, <laughs> right? It is. It is interesting. There's a there's a level of entitlement just because I'm a fan of a franchise that sometimes isn't yeah. fully appreciated and i mean like you know and you know what i'm stoked i'm lucky in my own sense too like i got to see the movie last night as well yeah it looked like you uh, all have fun too yeah right and what makes it like it's hard to like just you mean not Craig, be like, happy filmed it in the theater for you and you watched it on <laughs> no get this they made us check I mean, our phones yes. we had to we had to co-check our phones <laughs> oh really oh okay interesting they made it they they had us do it they were like nope you gotta put it in a bag and away you go and and that was that. And so if you lose a phone. I'd worry about like phone loss in that situation. Like, eh, yeah, yeah, I'll risk it for afterlife. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll risk been, it for Ghostbusters. Have you ever been to one of those events where they actually put it in the bag that's actually a dampener that actually blocks out the signal? Ooh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So Sounds it wasn't like one future. of those. It was just in yeah. a like a Paisley bag or something. Yeah. Erases all your pictures and <laughs> right. So talk about kind of the, set it you know, on this magnet while we watch this film. <laughs> the, the the sour grapes of it. I think we should all be any any fan that gets to experience something special like that. We should just be we should lift that up because it's it's Absolutely. like it, it's something that's really cool and and I get I get the idea of like oh why is it not me but like just support your your fellow fan and like if somebody gets a chance to do it like hell yeah that's amazing yeah there's um, nothing wrong with living through someone else's eyes for a moment yeah and getting to appreciate it and and if you put in the hard work you'll have your own moments too like just you know it's gonna be okay yeah it, it's it's gonna be okay folks <laughs> and uh, oh we got a oh look at that we get a, we get a super oh. <laughs> This just proves, oh. this is from <laughs> Robbie Rob. This just proves Ryan's internet isn't the problem on every episode of Toy right Anxiety. On. Yeah, maybe we aren't the bootleg version. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> hey, at least we have a show this week. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I made I made sure of it. I made sure of it. I wanted to make sure that they had a, had a rest, that they could, mm-hmm. they could come back and, and enjoy something. Because technically, this is still kind of like they can kind of watch this and reap these rewards by going, mm. like, "Hey, we helped build this, right?" So it's just, I know it's more pandering to the bosses, <laughs> but I mean, you know, the, the, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm super proud of them. I can't be any more proud of my friends as I am after this weekend. It's, it's I did want to ask you though, were you more jealous of that awesome six-player X-Men arcade that was at the <sighs> at the party? Because there was it was gratuitous <laughs> the amount of scenes. That was in their their shots. I, that was the one thing I thought might have gotten you. Uh, yeah. It it. I haven't seen the full six player game. It's got to be twenty I can't years. The last time I've seen one. Yeah, it's got to be twenty years. And uh, <laughs> toys, please. We're getting there. This is the bootleg edition. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> our feelings. <laughs> right. But yeah, the uh, the the X Men arcade game. I love that game so much. I used to be able to like finish it in five bucks but i remember the first time it took me to finish it it was like 10 and 90s dollars which is who's your character who's your character nightcrawler me too were we all nightcrawlers no iceman oh oh iceman iceman's not in the game is that even iceman that's not in that one are you thinking colossus (laughs) iceman isn't hold Mm -hmm. on what game is he in well jake's fake fan (laughs) (laughs) iceman is all right, well, Jake, there's only that. one way you can recover from this. All right, show us what you picked up this week. Ooh, oh, geez, Louise, you guys, I had a birthday last week, and so, Ooh. um, that was kind of fun. And, um, yeah, so we had a birthday, and not only that, is uh, I helped host a toy show that was actually in an old Toys R Us building mm-hmm. last weekend, and so, uh, we put it on. Uh, my buddy runs the uh, Washington State Toy Show. It's also connected to Washington State Summer Con. So anyone in the Pacific Northwest should know that show because it's fantastic. But uh, yeah, we put on a toy show and it was actually in my old Toys R Us, the one I actually worked in for three and a half years while I was in uh, college. And so I wore my uniform. Uh, my other buddy who I worked at Toys R Us with helped put on the show as well. And he had his kids walking around in Jeffrey because he bought the costume when yes. the show closed. And so, yeah, it was a fantastic show. And 
um, not only because of the nostalgic piece of being in a Toys R Us once again and being in my Toys R Us, but the show was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I mean, whether you wanted vintage graded Star Wars figures or you wanted the newest Black series, you can find it there. And so I actually don't think I even bought any Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> added another... Uh, I got two more to go, and I'm done. They're I don't nice. count the blank, though. I don't count the blank. You have to. Oh, yeah, I crap that's... on that. I'm I'm a school teacher. I'm not going to afford a blank anytime <laughs> soon. Yeah. That's like my entire monthly budget for collecting. Um, <laughs> look it, I've got into Shadow now. I don't even know why. I haven't. I tried even watching the film recently, and I haven't even finished it yet. So good one. You know. This line is just reeks of just classic Kenner and so, or 90s classic Kenner. So mm -hmm. I've been getting into this. I have, uh, I'm missing all but one carded figure from that. Um, my buddy bought this for me for helping out with the show. It's the Evac Fighter from the Aliens line, complete. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what else came my way. <laughs> oh, look at this 1982 collector case. Awesome. So, pretty good condition. Do you have any file cards or anything in it? Uh, still, still has stickers. Still has stickers. Um, but I mean, ten bucks, and it's dude. You know, you can put in there tight. those what? new O rings. Yeah, man. If it backs. <laughs> if it backs. Yeah. Right. Well, we're on the slow boat right there for backing. Got it. Class. Hey, there he is. Oh wow! Oh man, I've got speaking spell still. Um, I'm oh, ETless. This is not buck. good. For a buck, can't can't for beat a it. Buck? Dang. For a buck, dang. That's a good buy. I got a Stubborn Wolf here, and his thing is still complete. Superpowers. Ooh. Yeah, uh, send that to me. Ryan is no. You're gonna want these. Look at these. Toy Biz Mailaways still in the bag. Ooh, got them for six dude. a piece. Nice. But I'm going to break your heart here on this one, Ryan. Don't you dare. So at the end of the show, I collapsed a bunch of tables. And and uh, I threw these in my pocket because they were in my jacket. And it was raining like cats and dogs. And I had to go out to get some carts. Wait, so you stole some with. figures? No. <laughs> but I threw these in my pocket. And Shadowhead, Shadowcat's head broke off. <gasps> Still in the package. Dude. I know. I know. I know. So I got a little repair action when I get around to opening that bad girl. Oh, hey, look at how long have I wanted one of these? I threw away so many of these back Is that in the, the day. trash can from Muscle Men? There you go. Trash can from Muscles. It doesn't Where's have the label John? on it. We can it. test him on that one. It doesn't have the label on it, but man, I I threw away so many and I regret it now. Uh, what else? Converters. <laughs> I'm into GoBots. Nice. Okay um oh here you go who can name this bad boy uh, uh that's chuck norris there uh, you go sumo Kari yeah. complete sumo from karate uh from karate commandos they threw in these two guys too so nice that's nice. sweet oh making him oh, kiss oh, yeah. perfect <laughs> um but yeah i mean it's just chuck norris is chuck norris right it was Toys for days. I can't even think of what else I got. I got a bunch of fry guys too. I picked up. So oh, it was cool. it was a really good show. So I was really I, happy. I love that. We got a super chat here from Riley Bob. 
Uh, Ryan Dole, JKJ from Geek Dad Life and the new guy I'm interested in joining. <laughs> That's JK from Monster Island, folks. Uh, X-Men come early. It's like a YHS Monster Island of misfit toys of anxiety. That's there you go. That's a Christmas special for sure. <laughs> We're gonna have to 3D print some like claymation style models and, mm-hmm. and do a show. <laughs> thank thank you so much, Riley Bob. That's awesome. All right, JK. All right. Well, first, before I get into any of my um, you know other pickups, I, I if you can you know just. Indulge me for a bit. I'm going to talk yeah. about this pickup. How about this from the masterminds Ooh, yeah, of uh... YHS and Tony Taylor Toys in Baducci Studios comes this little spooky sidekick. It's a mint condition apparition, if you will, from the Crypt Creepers line. The Sinister Stack, man. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm super pumped. Um, it will go up there on one of my shelves, probably next to some... Uh, you know, to Gamera or something, because it makes a lot of sense. I don't collect Ghostbusters, so that's the best I can do. So it's, uh, yeah, but an amazing stuff. Those guys, you know, brilliant artists all around, and I'm just pumped to start collecting that line. Really, really cool stuff. Um, so, yeah, so I have a couple of cool things. I'll try not to go overly kaiju. I'll start off something a little outside the world of Godzilla, but one of the things, uh, the lines that I collect, I finished off Series 1 of Dino Riders with this oh, Taurosaurus here. Great. Complete, even with the grapple hook. You yes. hate money, don't you? I, I love I love to spend it on uh, dinosaurs. Uh, so Man, that yeah, so, is awesome. So I'm not going to get into Series 2, and I'm definitely not going to get into Series 3 because, you know, I'm not spending $3,000 on a Peggy <laughs> Rhinosaurus. So, um, you know, not so today I, at least. Beautiful. Yeah, so this is uh, one of my oh, favorites. Wow. So this completes it. And like I said, the electronics still work. Oh. Yeah, the only thing that is not accurate is I had to get um, from, I got it from uh, from Holland, a repro, uh, the rubber belts. This guy mm-hmm. out there produces them and ships them out. So it is a repro belt here under under it. But other, I mean, those things deteriorate. Um, even my my T-Rex, that's the only thing I'm missing are the are the ankle straps. So um, yeah, that's, that kind of stinks. But I'll, I'll be honest with you, as much as I was excited <laughs> to finish up series one was not my best pickup this week oh so wait you finished series one to completion to completion right but that's not your best pickup no no and all right let's see it so this is one you know those toys that when you see them and you've maybe never seen them before they're either from a line or from a year and you're like i must have this I don't know what it is. I don't know exactly the history behind it, but it has to be in my collection or I just won't feel complete. Sure. This happened to me. And so let's go way back to the late 1960s, probably 1967. So this is going real vintage. And a company called Nomura Toys, which started way back in the late eight, or excuse me, late 40s, doing tin toys, uh, and then was it continued doing that post-war. Well, eventually they had to evolve as companies like Marusan uh, were really just blowing it out with uh, with Sofubi and then Chugokin and all that type of Japanese toys. So they got into the Super 8 business. So the little cassettes, you know, that you'd play and you could project them on the wall. They'd be a few seconds. You'd have to sync up the audio. Well, I found in box from Numero Toys, 1967, this amazing Super 8 projector, recording projector with Ghidra right there on the cover. And it comes with, and I'll open this up here real quick without knocking anything over, still has the instructions in it in 
pristine condition. There's the projector oh. and the uh, and the little uh, it comes with eight different super eights, including five that are Godzilla. It's Godzilla mm. uh, versus Ebra from Godzilla versus the the sea monster. It's the uh, these are like I said little clips. Uh, and then the last one, at least chronologically, is Son of Godzilla. So that's 1967. Uh, so that's what I'm guessing this came out. They launched these starting in 1965. But like I said, due to the movies on the back, and you see a lot of the early Showa era, get scenes from uh, from Mosra Tagujara and some other really cool ones here. So awesome stuff. Love it. And, uh, and that was that was a great pickup. But that wasn't my best pickup either. Oh, stop. That, no, no. Oh, my God, here. That okay. wasn't my best pickup. So. Remember when I got thing. this broken toy for six bucks? <laughs> Remember hey, that? Jake, like you, it, this was actually my, I, I was celebrating my birthday this weekend. Um, I, even though it's next weekend, I even went to like Mile High Comics in Denver. I had a yeah. trip up there. I couldn't yeah. find anything. But luckily, a lot of my shipments from Japan came through right before there. So that's where all these came from. Um, so the last one. So I, I collect Sophobi, you know, soft final from Japan and with the Godzilla and, and Toho license and Kaiju in general, thousands and thousands of options. Like you can't collect a line, but I decided that I'm going to try to collect a subline of a subline. And so <laughs> company Marusan, which like I said, started in the seven and the late sixties, well, actually started before then, but started doing uh, Sophobi in the late sixties. And they went bankrupt and spawned off into numerous companies, Bullmark and, and you name it. Well, they they reincorporated and they've released a lot of these really cool exclusive sofa uh, uh, Godzillas, and they do them at whether it's this one was from a a single pop up in uh, Asakusa, Japan um, that lasted one day. They only produced about seventy of these, and it's a line from our son of Biogoji or Godzilla nineteen eighty nine from Godzilla versus Biolante, and I've sold a few of these on Toku Toy Town. They have come in very like a, a wide array of colorways. I think there's about twelve or thirteen from glitter sparkle to clear to color changing. And I picked up my second one in this line and I have four more on the way, but this is the orange clear Biogoji, a translucent vinyl. Um, it's about nine and a half, 10 inches tall, beautiful piece of art. Like I said, only was released one day and a pop-up, a Marathon oh, pop-up, Asakusa Japan uh, at the uh, Asakusa Smile uh, Salon. So this is the only place that you could get it. And I absolutely oh. love this piece. And this wow. is amazing. He's like a creamsicle. Yeah. yeah. No, actually, Jay, I need you to say all that again. I feel like I'm <laughs> the history lesson and I want to just take notes this time. So we talk a lot of again. kaiju toys. We talk or a lot just... about kaiju toys on YHS on Monster Island. And uh, and that's it's always fun to go through everything that Jake and I uh, get, but these were, these were kind of the, the heavy hitters. That's I got awesome. some other little stuff, but I'm going to turn it over to the other folks, not to hog the time here, but Dude, um, those like are three of my favorite Smithsonian. <laughs> <laughs> like it's incredible. Like, and you have to, at some point, you're going to have to do a live streaming of a projection on your wall of the yes. super eights. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I have to check, check to make sure it works. I mean, it's, it's in pristine condition. They I, claim that it worked. I'm a little nervous setting it up. I, mm -hmm. uh, I'm just worried that I'm going to break it, yeah. uh, but I got to try it because, Hey, I got it to project it. So I got to, yeah. got to see if it works. So maybe Does it can anyone else too. have that projected online. Have you seen what oh. that footage yes. looks like? Yes. Oh. The most, most of the, um, most of the, uh, super eights they do have a you you can see them on youtube not all of them i think there's two of them that, that i haven't seen before but West um East. but yeah and there, there's a great guy that is actually he's a little project 
kind of restoring some of these and putting them up there. If you go to mykaiju.com, John Ruff, and he's really big in the Godzilla community, a brilliant toy photographer and collector from way back. Um, he does that. And it's really cool because some of this stuff, it's just it's of, of a different place in time. Right. And mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't alive in 1967, but if I was, I'm sure I would have had one of these. I'm going to start calling you Bobby 60s. <laughs> I have like four things from the 60s. I have a little yeah. ways to go. <laughs> All right. Other J, Geek uh, Dad. Uh, we had a little bit of a preview. I had a bit of a spoiler on Sunday. Yeah, I, I was trying to find things that I didn't already show on my toy geek show on Sunday. But uh, so you, you got some amazing things there. I, I got a I got a P man. <laughs> um, it's uh, the oh. new uh, the new animated series uh, that's on Netflix. Not the one that that Kevin Smith did. The other one, and there it, it's this uh, translucent yellow. But it was kind of an unfortunate color. I feel like to cast him in because it just it's... yeah, he's like a he's like a cough drop. Yeah, right? cough drop or dehydrated. Yeah, that's a night after partying. Yeah, P man. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> dehydrated He-Man. <laughs> so uh, him, and then uh, you know, I guess if we're going on the kaiju route, uh, I ordered this, and it, it came in uh, today. Hey, the, very um, cool. And uh, Shogun uh, Godzilla, and uh, yeah, I think most of the other stuff I put away, but I'll just do it again because it's so freaking cool. This giant Alf coloring book. Hey, very cool. That's that amazing. Is too funny. You know what? My my love from Chuck Norris figures comes from the fact that I've only been in the hospital once in my life. And it was when mm. I was a kid and I got pneumonia and I got dehydrated. Wow. This is all on theme wow. right here. Yeah. <laughs> this is all circular right here. Was but, it in the 60s? Right. No, not that old. Um, but I got one of those giant coloring books from that company of the Karate Commandos. What? Really? And that is how I know Chuck Norris. I never watched the show, but... I remember having that and using it when I was in the hospital trying to color with an IV and real like complicated. This, I don't know if this is like, yeah, I don't know if this is like good for us. I, I, cause I got my tonsils. I remember that, but like, this is too big. This is too big of a coloring book for right. A, no, it's ginormous. <laughs> I, I just, I, I've never seen one of these uh, or this big before. Are you uh, an elf collector? No, but my buddy who I do toy geeks with, uh, John Big Elf Collector, has okay, and he doesn't have this, so I, I found it. Ah. And I had to buy it. Uh, not a toy. Not a, yeah, Jacob Walsh says not a toy. Well, somebody's got to rep the the Abbey demographic, right? That, right? That's right. I agree. I agree. Anyway, here you go. And then here's one for Abbey. I got a calendar. I got yeah. the Kenner calendar <laughs> that has all the uh, card art for uh, Kenner line. So there, there's a non-toy for you. That's amazing. Does uh, I have to point out like what happened on Sunday on Geek Dad Life? So. Oh. Uh, your guest. Sorry, now I'm just now I'm blanking uh, on uh, 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 Chogren. Ch amazing artist. Mm -hmm. Amazing. He, and he was showing off his new vinyls that he's coming out with. You have to check it out. But he was showing off his toys that he got, like his pulls for the week. And he got these articulated Roger Rabbit figures. They're not yeah. the bendies. They're articulated. I, which I didn't know they existed. I didn't. What company? Did, same one, LJN. The same really? thing the bendy ones made articulated ones. And but he, here was the crazy thing. The moment that happened, there was an eBay fight beyond <laughs> app. Like, it was insane. So he's mentioning it. And, of course, 
myself is thinking along the lines of everyone else in the chat and including Jay of like, <laughs> we have to get on eBay right now and get these damn things. I go on there. I'm like, there he is. There's Roger Rabbit. I can afford this easy. Even with shipping, this is nothing. Click, sniped. What the fuck? Ooh. Then I was like, all right. Oh, there's the whole set. Oh, buy it now. Buy it now. Clack, clack, clack. This is not available anymore. Then Jay pulls up. I got this. All four figures done. <laughs> he sniped me. It's like, and it got harder and harder because everyone was like, "Go!" So now eBay's probably like, "What the hell is going on tonight?" See, look at that! You guys are manipulating the markets out here. In Come real on time. Now. In real time, that was right? the stressful part. Just because, <laughs> because literally, I is I was like, "John, you go next. You share yours." Because I'm just gonna just go on eBay right now and try to find them. Yeah, and it was. And it was like trying to get Comic Con tickets. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was, it was turning into that. Like it was, it was actually, it was like eBay hangs gone wild. It was like we've done eBay hangs on Yes Have Some before, and I've never seen Craig get sniped. And I've and it, and I've never seen like Craig have to try to like get like try. To, hey John, tell me about your week, right? And he's like telling his co-host like start talking and so while he's talking he's just going online and he's buying <laughs> like it was funny. it was a gong show but it was such a fun gong show it actually yeah. kind of got me like like ramped up because i was like i don't get like this over ebay and all of a sudden it was like the moon was full and the thing is i was fine i was fine but then people started posting in the chat you said you got sniped and then the toy anxiety built up inside me <laughs> Because usually I try to be professional and be focused on the live stream. But in that moment, I caved. <laughs> and I was like, nope, F it, John. I'm going to half listen to you while I look up on eBay to try and find these figures. Oh, that's a set of four for $62.99. Yep. Because yep. I was like, that's nothing. I was like, what? That's less than 20 bucks a pop. I'm going to grab what? those right now. Right? I was like, that's, I was, like, even after shipping, it was still less than 25 bucks a pop. Mm -hmm. to go to like which is like a rare treat yeah so it was like crushed i was like who in the someone in the chat is going to die tonight <laughs> then it turned out to be you and i was like i can't be mad anymore like <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's funny but it was like like i was more butthurt over that than anyone going to new york like how like, oh my god <laughs> That's too funny. That is the uh, power of doing a live YouTube show. I was doing a, a podcast uh, last week and uh, with Galaxy of Toys, and the the conversation came up about the coins that came with the 30th anniversary Star Wars mm -hmm. figures. Huge coin line that came out with that line. But mm -hmm. Indiana Jones was dropping at the same time, and they did a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive G.I. Joe coin that kind of mimicked all the other coins for the Star Wars set. And mm -hmm. I just hadn't got around to it. And uh, we talked about it online and I jumped on eBay while we were podcasting, um, obviously not live. And there was only one, only one available on eBay for eight bucks. So it arrived two days ago, but that is, uh, that is the difference between a YouTube and a podcast that's produced later that you, uh, you have a little better advantage. At you the, have uh, time. Yeah. Yes. It's like the second he showed it, I was like, I'm so I so regret this being a live stream because I want to go on it. I need these, <laughs> dude. Like, cause even the car was it just everything looked like I was. It was one of those moments where you're like, "That's an LJN." Yeah, 
Yeah, and and because like the second he said, like, "Oh yeah, the bendy figures." Ugh, yeah, they're gross. Right. Same here. I did the same. Flexies, right? Flexums, flexies. And then he flexies. said, "No, they're art- they did articulate too." It's like, shut your mouth. No, no. Yeah, the animates, mm-hmm. the, the animates, animates line. Yeah, yeah. As and, opposed to the the uh, flex. The flexies. flexies, yeah, it is flexies. flexies. But the flexies, you can get more characters. There are yeah, Jessica yeah. Rabbits on. There's there. Jessica Rabbit and Baby Hermans in the flexies. Herman. But... So I'm thinking of doing is getting the Baby Herman because he looks pretty good. I feel like he could sit in with the uh, the other animates, and then maybe the Jessica Rabbit. I'm like, it's just it's so exciting. So I'm like, I'm playing a new display. Right. I'm just like, it is. I, I know. I'm sorry. I'm rubbing salt in a wound here. No, just, no, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. The, of the display and everything. I'm just. So, it's like. It's like going back to 1988 and just kind of being meh about the Bindi figures. Like I could have had, I could have had articulated Roger Rabbit figures. I liked it. And it's funny because like, to me, the better figures were the applause PVC. Yes. Figures. Yeah. I just Agreed. picked up a couple of those this past weekend. I know. I saw them in your thing. And I was like, that's yep. a bitch. Cause like, <laughs> it's kind of funny how it was like the mo actually it's when Jake Stevens, when he posted it on his thing of like, when he showed me his haul and I was like, oh, I remember those. And I lost my Roger and I can't, I think I had a hole in the bag at one point. And it's just like, oh. it fell out and it was gone, yeah. gone Ooh. forever. And I was just like, okay. And then when I saw it, I got reminded of it. And it was one of these things where I was like, oh, I should do this. And then your show came up and I was like, I am the universe is telling me mm-hmm. <laughs> I need Ooh. everything. Roger rabbit today and then it was funny like even when i was looking up looking them up again last night like when i got home and i was like oh maybe i should just look again and then the sideshow jessica rabbit showed up no oh. <laughs> and i forgot that existed and that mm-hmm. someone was like yeah six thousand bucks and i'm like yeah i'm good <laughs> yeah right it's <laughs> also funny enough that's also the price of the new high c ecto cooler on ebay right now. <laughs> that's that is correct <laughs> Well, that uh, was 600, a, 600 bids on it. Right? <laughs> That's a line that you just discovered. You guys both discovered in tandem this yeah. week. Um, the toy show, I discovered a line I never knew of. Tell me if you guys, if I'm just in the minority, I didn't know. Um, but I discovered Monster Force by Playmates. Are you guys familiar with this line? Sorry, which Monster one? Force. It's a universal monsters line where they made kind of the uh, superhero. They, they made the the monsters into a kind of a superhero team and they're done in playmates like turtles, you know, the whole era, look it up monster force. It was the first time oh, that I had discovered this line. You get the like, whole set right now on Merkai for $150. There you go. <laughs> no, I am not doing this. Right. Okay. So Jason in the chat knows monster force. Jacob Walsh knows monster force. This is not, uh, it was new to me. If Jacob Walsh didn't know Monster Force, <laughs> uh, he would lose all cred, I think. The right. So even if he doesn't know, I'm just happy he's saying that he does. <laughs> he's just he's just repeating it for. Uh, oh yeah, Monster Force. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Those. Those. These are actually really cool. They look really cool, and they're in they're in that whole aesthetic, which is super popular to remake now. Super Seven's doing everything that you know Playmates did at that point. So. Um, yeah, that, that might be a line I might pursue down the road because it just looks very, very cool. And it's, I, I love the whole playmates vibe, man. I just yeah. can't get over it. My, um, yeah. my, my, yeah, I just, just adore them. Well, so guess what? You're not the only one because someone else has been collecting playmates figures. Yeah. Uh, 
Jay, that was uh, that was a segue was into your uh, oh, to your TNG. Yeah, I, so I, I found a lot of uh, a Star Trek's playmates, and I've been trying to get back into it. And so, I so did you collect originally, or are you? I new did. To the line? I, so I was a big TNG fan as a kid because mm-hmm. I had you know a, an old school TV that had wire hang. I made a wire hanger. Yeah. Tent, so like you know TNG is one of the few shows that would I'd re- could get regularly, and um, so yeah, I collected that line, but I lost most of them. And they're so cheap that I was like, I'm they not going to get into this unless I can find them for a nickel a piece. Two for five at the toy show I was just at. Really? Yeah, two right. So for five carded. Carded, two yeah, for five. It's it's a great line because it's just dirt cheap. Carded, yep. dirt cheap. And so I found a big box of them and I bought that. And then I bought a couple more this weekend. But I, I made a display of it. Did you, you bought them loose then, huh? So... You have to uh, you have to go through the uh, unbelievable task of trying to put multicolored accessories together with every figure. You're right, and that's where I'm just like, I don't care. Again, they're right. like literally the cheapest. I just what it, I just want these characters, and I love these characters. I'm just gonna put them up there and not stress about. It's like I'm the one line is like, eh, whatever. I'm just gonna yeah. throw. I collected from the beginning of that line all the way up just past first contact because they changed the scale at first mm-hmm. contact and that was yeah. that was the second heartbreak of that line. The first heartbreak is when they made the 1701, which is a small uh convention exclusive in the south. And this is before we were all living on eBay and having the mm-hmm. internet to help and it was just like it was impossible. And those, and those sets, they only made 1,701 of them, 1,701. Mm-hmm. And it was a three-pack of figures you couldn't get. I remember that was the biggest. I knew people who quit that line, who was wow. religious about it, and then quit because that was just the worst possible Ooh, thing. Like That's the, like a vintage sad comment. Right? right? It or, absolutely the, was. The kill in the lane uh, yeah. of, of the original. That's, yeah. Mm. I'm selling all my NECA if I can't find a Krang and Android body. Ooh. <laughs> I need a I'll vintage Krang my and Android. I've been, <laughs> I've been dragging my feet on the vintage one of those. You know, uh, I, I find yeah. myself fortunate that I, I, bought all, I bought all of my turtles back, or the ones I was missing. I still have some of my originals, but back when they were dirt cheap in the, in the 2000s. You know, I yeah. got a, a Krang's Android body for like 25 bucks on eBay nice. with box and everything. Like, it was dirt cheap for, I mean, mm-hmm. some stuff still is, but the whole set was dirt you cheap. You know, some um, of those figures, some of the turtles, yeah, it, it is hit and miss on the age and value uh, of those turtles in mm-hmm. regards to the fact that, like, if you want a transforming turtle or splinter or anybody, yeah, yeah fine, $4, right? Yeah. But if you want a, uh, you know, a uh, animal character uh, from a later wave, you know, mm-hmm. forget it. You know, yeah, you're, yeah. You're like hang time. Dr. Mm-hmm. L. Right. Yeah. Right. The scratch. Right. Obviously, that's oh, a big yeah. one. And hot spot. Hot spot. Yeah, hot, okay. yep. hot spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounded wrong when I said it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those ones are uber expensive. But, you know, even like, uh, you know, uh, Cat April is starting to shoot up in price. Yeah. And, yeah. You know. Ones that no one really cared about, but yeah, I like the Transformers. Once NECA ones, makes them, now they 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 go up in value. I think I'm the only Transformer fan uh, associated here at all, but uh, I love I love me some Transformers. I have a, I have a few G ones. There you go. G ones. You yeah, got some yeah. G ones. I have my little my little toy museum up here. Of course, got a little little yeah G one. See, this is how you know it's the bootleg, folks. Oh yeah, there you go. Got, uh, also, only just, one person who doesn't collect Transformers. Yeah. There you go. Is that your party trick? What is that? 
This? You don't know what this is? Is that your party trick? This is my party trick. This is my $750. Oh, that's the case for the Optimus. Yes. You can't display them because you'll fall over. So when you're not using them, it just sits in a styrofoam case. So I, I haven't seen the case, but a, a, but a uh, vendor at the toy show this weekend did buy it and let people, Optimus, convert. Yeah. Optimus, yeah. roll out, you know? It's, he played with it. It's amazing. It's amazing, like, when you do it. But again, it's just when you're not, it's it's kind of like a the tree falls in the woods and nobody does it. <laughs> it, it, just, it. I don't know. I'm going to sell it probably. <laughs> it's so it, i just because i can't display it i like displaying my toys and if you can't display it then what's the point good call remember the r2d2 that they had that did the same voice command here it was the it was the yeah, yeah. large one you can it, display it like yeah it, you, you can get it and be fine mine turned totally yellow though so be careful oh. how you display it mine, mine yellowed badly get me a yeah. beer r2 do you remember Darth Vader, yeah, scream and spin in circles. Like it's it's like a, a cat that doesn't want to be picked up. Let me see if I can just do it. It's it's absurd. Hold on, I'm pulling it out. Let's see this piece. Okay, hang on. While you take that out, I'm going to show the one thing I got because I'm starting a new collection. <laughs> I'm I'm pulling a Craig almost. But speaking of Alf. <laughs> Oh, it's the uh, it's the Happy Meal or Burger King. No, so this is the no? action figure line that came out, and they all came with a vehicle. That and, is an action uh, figure line, huh? Well, it's like well, like an in-action figure, maybe. <laughs> like, I mean, that is a Burger King toy. Come on now, what are you trying to do? It here? is not. I actually looked them up on eBay, and they actually all come carded. Wow, from Wendy's carded figures. They had Elf the cartoon had carded figures. Wendy's done carded figures before. Yeah, they did carded GoBots. They also did uh, a carded. Uh, I what, know they did carded figures. I remember seeing these in the stores when I was a kid. All well, they, right, they took all them right. and like, oh, we need, here's we got something things things from Wendy's. Let's put them on the shelf. It, that that would actually be that that would be a very Canadian thing to do. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That would that that's got Canada written all over it. But yeah, these ones these ones came in the uh, I was looking them up. They came in carded and they've got yeah, there was I remember the Burger King ones. Cuz we had Burger King elf stuff. There was a lot of fast food tie-ins with elf. Mhm. I've, right I've right. had a lot of merch for being yeah. kind of a a sitcom, you know, just kind of an 80s sitcom. Yeah, yeah and it's weird that there's fast food fast food tie-ins when the main character eats cats. I don't know if that, right. uh, that's an interesting play. <laughs> All right, the let's Optimus. see this thing. The Optimus is oh. a little limp right now. He's it's, it's, do when it turns off, it just, just flails about. Like, what am I supposed to do with this thing? <laughs> Hang it off the shelf. Like, I can't even, like, if I just held it like this, it just doesn't, it can't even sit like a car. It can't even. Flaccid prime. Right? right? Like, what yeah. am I supposed to do with this? So that's it just sits in the box. Mm. Yeah, that's. I, I just I feel like, like a, it had a display mode or something. It's like, like an Optimus plush doll or something. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Oh, dude, that's a bummer. Right? So I never want to hear people complain about Sentinel knees again. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was only three hundred something. My Sentinel stands up. See, it's right there. It's. It's been standing up the whole time. Yeah, mine's been standing too. I actually have had no problems with that whatsoever. 
There was a Sentinel at the show inbox for two fifty. What? No. What, what's wrong like with that? Eight hundred bucks secondary market? Yeah, I thought. I don't know. I don't Wait, know. and you didn't buy it? Yeah. I don't need that. I don't need that. Oh, it. <laughs> get some more cash for other toys. <laughs> I did I'm sorry buy. That uh, did. It's I not three point seven five, so he's not buying it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I started the Super Seven Aliens line, the ones that Kenner canceled back in the day. Ah, uh, yeah. Yep. yeah. I uh, put put them off, but at seven bucks a piece, you can't go wrong. I really no. do think I really do think a five POA figure should cost seven bucks. Now it's it's a little heartbreaking that all these reaction figures are now seventeen ninety nine a piece. Now I understand they're not made in huge quantities, but you know. Well, that's Super Seven for you. Do you want? Do we want to dive into Super yeah, Seven news yeah. today? Yeah. Hey, hey. talk about it. Right. Let's see if I can get this uh, screen share to work and. <laughs> where's the where's this the bootleg uh this is bootleg transition music right oh it's telling me i've it's not letting me do it it's saying no you lost permission to do that jackass oh, really yeah is there you have to like <laughs> do you have a whiteboard could you draw could i draw one? Oh my gosh i wish i kept my sharpie nearby i could draw a quick yeah, van wants... If you plus in my thing, I can share, I think. Is it down there? Can Here, I can. Yeah, yeah, you probably can... still have your setup from this afternoon. Yeah, I can share it. Oh, yep. But yeah, there's a Super 7 announced today. Hey. Well, they didn't announce it, but it's the official announcement of the Ultimates Party Wagon for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle line. Uh, it is $500, folks. And at a time when we have a thousand other <laughs> premium play sets and figures and toys all on the market at the same time, it's now time to choose. Are you a Turtles fan? Do you want a Rancor? Do you want a Proton Pack? Do you want a Sky Striker? <laughs> choose Ooh. your team, folks, because Christmas is coming and you can't buy it all. This, this is the true war on Christmas, folks. <laughs> It just, it blows my mind that they just like, you know what? We know because it's literally the window ends December 14th. They were like, literally like, screw it. I don't care. You got to decide. Like, they were just like, I don't give an F. Like, just, I, I, it blows my mind. <laughs> it's 10, it ends 10 days before Christmas. Right. <sighs> so yeah. what, what is the logic? Do we think the fact that all these major uh, purchases are coming up in the holiday season. Do we do we feel like these are what people are they, they want people to do? Uh, you know, this is what they're spending their money on, even though they don't get products for a year out. I mean, because that's not necessarily you know, it's it like be, a you'd be like getting an early bird gift from your wife. Yeah, but here is a receipt. Set, the early a, bird set didn't cost four hundred and fifty dollars, but um, it did in seventy seven money, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be just for inflation. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> There, but it's uh, a, this thing is beautiful. It's amazing. It is. Am I, I'm. I'm gonna get it. I actually. I already, I've already put an order in through Entertainment Earth. Uh, so I, I've already got it. So let let me sit here and complain about how much it is, but still say that I've got it. <laughs> it Do you like the stylized changes to it, like the bumper and stuff? I don't mind the bumper. I hate the stickers, but it's a sticker sheet, so you, you can go. Just hopefully get your own stickers. Um, let me put back up here. So. 
I think this because it probably can't use the playmate stickers. I would guess if they didn't let him use them, but um, so I'm that, assuming that's what that is too. Uh, but you could also just get some there. You know that there is someone right now getting custom ones ready to put on Etsy. Absolutely. Huh. You bet. You bet. Now, why do we think they couldn't use playmates? Because a lot of these turtle characters are playmate designs in origin. I know the comics had you know, some appearances. And of course, the TV show inspired some characters, but there were some original turtle characters that have been replicated by Super 7. Do we think print has something different? My my only guess is because like Super 7 has to sub sub basically sublease the, the license mm -hmm. out from Playmates. So they have to work through Playmates to get it. And maybe Playmates is like, well, we're doing our own part. We're not doing our own. We're just re-releasing the same one again. And they could have been like, we don't want the little confusion between it. That's what I think is it's a licensor thing. Like you can, you can go up to this line, but we're not going to let you do the stickers or something like that. That's my interesting. Opinion. No. Yeah. It, it is fascinating. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. This, uh, this doesn't, I don't know. You know, when you look at something like the razor crest or the sail barge, I don't know that this provides as much value as, oh, well, the cell barge. I mean, clearly it's got a lot of pieces, which is cool, but this isn't cell barge quality, is this? What? I don't know. I think it's kind of up there just in scale of what the figures that go in it mm -hmm. are. Like, I mean, you can, you can, there's a lot, like, plus it comes with a lot of extra stuff just for the turtles themselves. Yep. Like this, for instance, like with the welding mask and the helmets and stuff, which I think is really mm -hmm. cool. Uh, the one thing that this does more so to me, like the barge to me seems like a, it is like a, it's like a display piece. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's so big. It is the, the, the USS flag of star Wars vehicles in sure. its own way. This to me looks like something I would actually want to like get the ultimate figures and I'd actually want to like roll it on the floor <laughs> and play with it. There is, there is about 1.2% of people that are going to buy $450 toy and roll this around in the ground. I know it has that possibility, yeah. but... Well, it yeah, does no, really no roll. No one's giving this one to the their features. kid for Christmas next year. You'd be, it, you know, you'd be surprised. Like I, I know John has bought collections people that they let their kids play with Motu Classics figures. Like They bought them for their kids, <laughs> uh, which is insane when you think of how much they are now. But Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's true. And I know people that like now it's like, it's kind of funny. There's like 20 year olds that grew up playing with Marvel legends figures. <laughs> yeah. oh, right. Like it's it. right. It. <laughs> it's true though. Like that's, yeah, that's where we're at now. Like those mm -hmm. figures are like they're those toy biz ones are vintage figures. Now it's, it's wild, yeah. which is why they're recreating them now for an anniversary line. Like it's, it's insane. I had the but... first wave of Toy Biz, and I decided I didn't like the scale because you know I'm a I'm a three and three quarter guy. And once they you know went to six inch, and I knew that they were going to go far far with it. They uh, I put my four original Toy Biz first series one, what Cap and uh, Toad and uh, uh, who are the other two? Cap, Toad, and uh, oh gosh, I can't even think of it. But anyway, I threw them on a table at a toy show. I had a guy come over, undercut me, you know, say, hey, if I buy all of them, will uh, you give me a better deal? Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. He, I watched him pick them up off my table. We exchanged cash. He walked over to his table and doubled the price and threw them directly on his Ooh. table. 
<laughs> that's crazy. And this was like 15 years ago. This is a long time ago. And I was like, that son of a gun. <laughs> JK, you have a collection of highly detailed and expensive items. Okay. This kind of falls in line <laughs> with that, even though it's not something you totally collect. Well, I do. I do have um, the first two uh, waves of original turtles, and I do still collect the NECA animated line. So, for this, I'm just curious how this changes or does it alter the timeline for NECA? Do they now rush to get their version out, or do they let it, you know, have some time to breathe before they release their version? Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm not a Super Seven. Um, uh, TMNT collector, um, and I have issues already with stuff that they're doing with Godzilla, but that's for a different right. podcast. Why just on Monster Island every two weeks with myself and Jacob Walsh, the Tattoo Titan of Tokusatsu? Um, but um, I, I, I think the price point is a little is a little rich for for this. I think I agree with Jake. I don't know if I would at least the wow factor compared to like the barge. I, I don't know. I don't think this delivers uh, on that on that number. So I'm going to wait till see what NECA does. Um, and I just, I don't see myself going down the super seven line. So this one didn't really appeal to me. Yeah. And like, yeah, speaking of super seven, because like, or uh, speaking of NECA, cause I always feel like they've been kind of hinting at it in interviews with like right. pixel Dan and stuff like that, that they want to do the wagon. Mm -hmm. Uh, like, but this one here, like when I look at the interiors of this with like the, the patchwork on the, the seats, the dashboard and all that kind of stuff, the windows, the plastic windows, it's so cool, but it really does have me go. Okay, how is NECA gonna outdo this? Because wonder, this is more again more lean towards the toy. Mm -hmm. NECA is gonna do something that's lean towards the animated series, so it might have mm -hmm. that platform you can put on top of like an open rooftop. It's gonna have that ejection seat, it's gonna have Donatello's computer in it. Because NECA is not going to I don't know, they're not gonna spare no expense. I guess I keep quoting Jurassic Park this week. What is going on? But yeah, it's a, uh, they are going to, I just feel, yeah, I am so curious. Cause now this to me has me more curious on what the reply is going to be. Yeah. And is NECA going to now look at this and go like, Hey, we can do a lower price point. Yeah. I, it, it would be stupid not to like this. Yeah. It's it's they've, they've left the door open and NECA needs to, to pounce on it. Right. Because yeah. what I love about the super seven NECA turtle lines is I think they are making each other better. Right. Because mm -hmm. they kind of, they do like the, like the, the April announcement and then they'll do you know, super seven's like, Oh yeah, well wave five of TMNT and they'll go back yeah. and forth. <laughs> so like to, to uh, Jake Stevens, like I, I think they, they've known for a while super Seven's going to do this. And NECA would be fools to not have, or at least be close to having something to counter this with. And to your point, if they come in $200 cheaper, $300 cheaper, they win that battle. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Christopher in the chat brings up a great point. He said, I wish I had my Thunder Tank in hand before I was asked to pay this money. And that is a valid, that is a valid, valid point. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I mean, like uh, the... To go back to the barge, the barge came out. It was amazing. The the Razor Crest backed in 24 hours because people knew the quality that they mm -hmm. were getting. Yeah. So I think there is some value to having these products in hand before you get uh, you get I, the next one. It's it's foolish to me. The only thing I can guess is why they want because they want to have a good Q4. Probably the same reason why Hasbro did way too many Haslabs. They want to have a really strong Q4, and this is an easy way to get cash. 
in hand without having to right. break anything. So I, I get, I understand the business side of it, but I, I think Super Seven was foolish to put it literally the same time when all of these heavy hitter pre-order and plus Kickstarters and and things that are hitting right now. When if they would have waited till February, waited till next year, they probably would have gotten more orders in. So clearly, they wanted the money now instead of waiting. Yeah. Well, the other thing I noticed too. So I waited till after this was announced. I waited an hour, and then I went on to see if uh, the Haslab Proton Pack went up, and it still went up another hundred buyers. Oh yeah. Well, that thing is on fire compared to compared to the other two. The 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 Proton Pack is you know schooling them in regards to uh pre-sales so i've been we're laughing so, right now <laughs> yeah absolutely so 85 um so i've been tracking all of these i've been doing daily counts um oh yeah he's got once, graphs yeah i make <laughs> i make spreadsheets and graphs it's it's kind of annoying but i've been updating them once a week now so i haven't i haven't I, when the barge and the razor crest came out i updated daily but now that i got three i'm looking at um, just to paint a picture of, you know, the dangers of running so many at uh, one time and not treating them equally. The Rancor two days ago, two days ago was at 5,106 backers. They announced the first tier. <laughs> it dropped down to 5,096 backers. And now today, as of this show, it's only at it's only gained two backers in 48 hours. So I so, want to point something out here. I want to do a little bit of bragging. Yeah. So when this was announced, we did predictions. I will always want to need to point out Craig and I are always wrong. <laughs> We're never right in predictions. However, this time I have been right. So I said the stretch goals for the Rancor are going to be a Gormirian guard, probably Ula, Malakili, the Rancor Keeper. And I said, I bet you the package will also be, the last stretch goal will be a backdrop with some bones. <laughs> All right, now I am two for four. <laughs> and I actually can't believe I was right about the last one because that's just, it's so ridiculous and so Hasbro Star Wars that I actually got it. And even the Gormirian guard being like the Gormirian, just like, we're just going to pack it with a coin. Right. I, I'm, a little, you... I'm a little put off that you're putting an R in there. <laughs> Gamer, Gamor, Gamorian. Gamorian. Right. But it's like the, uh, but what was so funny was like, I think even uh, Jay on, on Geek Daddy was saying like how, you know, they're hitting the panic button. And I was like, well, I don't think they've hit the panic button yet. But he was right. Today they hit the panic button. They announced there's going to be a fan first Friday. I think they're very self-aware of how their fan first start because they were like, even on their post on Instagram, they went, yep, that's right. Fan first Friday. And I was like, you've got to be, I could hear Patrick say the freaking post. And I, I was kind of laughing and I was like, and they are going to announce the last two stretch goals. And they're going to show the Rancor all done up and painted and, in person so I, I just i don't know how they could sit and think in in whatever boardroom they're in in that a, a cardboard cutout and some bones is the tier that's gonna really bring this thing across the finish line technically it, technically these aren't bones these are oh. are droppings these are literal shit <laughs> because 
<laughs> you know, I mean, he eats his victims. I mean, this is... He does eat them whole. You are correct. digested and excremented bone structures that they're selling here. And the tragic thing is that one with the headpiece on, that's Ula. I know. <laughs> that what is, is Ula. What does Yakface say? No, no Ula, no Mula? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Well, you got her. Just probably not how you wanted her. Yeah, I I don't know what to expect. Like I do know what to expect. I want to but... know what it's like to pass a tauntaun skull, though. Seriously, that, that the, the horn the horn made it through. Right, he's got that little tail. Did. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Like, and again, Jake Jakey, I'm gonna always come back to you on this. <laughs> this is he is Star Wars kind of like first kaiju. You are the. You're the man on this stuff. Mm -hmm. I guarantee I can already tell in your in the look in your eyes, <laughs> you are not going to back this. <laughs> I I am not. <laughs> um, but I also, I, admittedly, I didn't know about the the whole uh, you know feces thing. That's a great stretch goal. I mean, if Cookie Monster would have had some partially digested cookies, maybe that right? thing would have been bad, right? It's all chocolate chips in these. <laughs> no, right? Uh, I, I'm not. I, I love me some Star Wars, not to y'all's level, but I'm not a, I'm not a collector. But um, yeah, everything that I've been hearing, just, you know, ancillary conversation and and, and watching these wonderful shows like all of you guys host, um, I, I have nothing to really want me to jump in and start my Star Wars collection with a HasLab Rancor. That's totally fair. <laughs> that is completely fair. Yeah. And this actually proves to me as well that they need to cancel Black Series. Six Inch does not sell. This is it. <laughs> this should be the Band-Aid they tear off and go, we're done. And they should write a public apology to Craig Goldberg, who has spent his <laughs> Star Wars collecting time buying Black Series. Because now he has to go and complete his 3.75 scale, which they should do 100% focus on and maybe give us something like, I don't know, the Bad Batch, Frog Lady, Pelimoto. I could kill on forever. In fact, I might. Kylo right. Ren from episode nine. <laughs> you there know, like... are, yes, there are, of course. Um, yeah, I, I have lots to say on the fact of the Black Series, his has replaced my beloved three and three quarter. But what I also think is interesting about this, while it makes sense putting in these bones because there were bones, Luke throws a bone at him and all these things, right? Uh, throws a, well, actually he throws a rock, doesn't he? He throws a rock. Throws and then he no, hits him he with throws a skull. No, is yeah, you're skull? right. It's a rock. 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 But he yeah. hit, but he jams his mouth with the, with the bone, but it yeah. makes sense. Okay. I get it. But also these have already been released in that like science set where you have to dig the skulls of different oh, Star really? Wars characters out of like, uh, you know, all those uh, lines where you crack open, you know, yeah. the, all the different uh, characters. Are the same molds from those? And they're not the same molds because oh, okay. it is a different company. Okay. But I mean, this concept of having skulls, like I already have a Darth Maul skull. I already mm -hmm. have a Gamorrean guard skull. I think uh, they... I, they may have already done a Tauntaun skull too, but yeah, they're in these little like sand blocks that yeah. you have to dig out. So it's it not that it's a hundred percent, even new concept to have a collection of star Wars skulls. So yeah, these last two, uh, these last two tiers need to be really, really, really 
impressive to win back the love. But I will say, as someone who's been tracking these and tracked the Razor Crest and the Sandcrawler, um, the Sandcrawler, sorry, Sandcrawler, the, the Sail Barge, the Sail Barge was on the same route. There sure. were days where it made like, it sold like 12 yeah. in the middle of its HasLab uh, crowdfund experience. So this is on the slow train. I do expect it to fund um, for multiple reasons. First of all, this isn't, uh, this is something they've been working on for years because this Rancor was on display at uh, San Diego Comic-Con like four yeah. years ago. Um, 19, yeah. B, they've also expand, uh, extended uh, campaigns in the past. If you remember, Unicron did not fund. And so they actually went in an extension campaign with that. So um, they they will get this funded. Whether That's it's the new takes, hashtag, extend the rancor. Right? <laughs> um, but it, 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 it will fund one way or another. But here's the th what's funny is like Sky Striker is in a similar spot, but there isn't the public sentiment that the Rancor is getting. And that's where I, I wonder, is public sentiment so against the Rancor that they won't do an extension? Or do you think even with the public sentiment that the Rancor is like a that do, they'll, they'll you know, do you think that everyone was in love with the Unicron? I don't know that everyone was. I mean, it's amazing. It's beautiful. What's yeah. that? More than this. I feel more than this. Rancor. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, I yeah. Don't I, don't, I mean, I think the, some the people are even just mad at the Star Wars brand in general. Yeah. Well, there is there is that there is that. Um, uh, hmm. I've got right. comments for later to prove it. <laughs> how do how do I walk this line carefully? Um, the the current management seems to not have as much. Um, uh, they they don't know as much of what the fans want as I would say probably previous brand managers have, you know, and that's, uh, and it's shown by some of the uh, items that we get and the repaints that we get. I mean, I, I am a hundred percent for repaints if they're done well and fine and smart. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, the Christmas Joe, ones are still my favorite. Yeah. Well, those, yeah, those aren't smart ones. Maybe one Wait, or what? two, Shake. No. one or two. Yeah. But not, a full wave two years in a row, which is what we're going to end up getting. Yeah, they should year, have done so. Halloween this year. I want Halloween troopers. Yes. Yeah. You know who does it right? Disney's Droid Factory does it right. They put out a holiday mm -hmm. droid at Halloween. They put one out at Christmas. Yeah. Sometimes they'll do special events like D23 or Pride Day or whatever. You mm -hmm. know, they're, they're the ones that keep synergy without making everyone go, ah, oh, great, another repaint, you know? <laughs> I want so. I want a rainbow trooper today. Okay. I want a rainbow trooper. I want a glow in the dark skeleton trooper, <laughs> and I want a jack o' lantern trooper and an Easter pastel colors trooper <laughs> as well. There is this thing called customizing you need to look into. Absolutely not. <laughs> but what about for the talentless people like myself that aren't good at customizing? Yeah, well. What about those? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> If you <laughs> built, not bought, Jay, come on. <laughs> right. I just, it's just, it is painful with the growing cost of these figures um, to then see them just constantly repainted and re-released, you know, um, with a shiny gloss or a Christmas makeover or whatever, you know, when there's, when there's so many types of repaints we could 
really get behind. I mean, they, they, they're not releasing astromechs really at all, but there's about 8,000 different color astromechs. They could, that's like printing money, right? Mm-hmm. Here well, they, is all the different astromechs. They've, they've done, you know, like seven. Well, it's we like, saw JK. He was showing off his, uh, his Godzilla today, that exclusive. And you're seeing yeah. how like they're able to do that with Godzilla constantly and kind of making it yeah. fun and freshen it up. Yeah. I mean, I, I would be fine with the like you said, like Disney does that all the time mm-hmm. with their stuff. I wouldn't I would love it if Hasbro started just doing that with seasonal troopers. If they're gonna keep doing repaints. But but I mean but do we want the Hasbro line to become Funko? Because that's what you're telling me. You're telling me you I mean want I'm Funko getting more figures lines. I want with Funko than I am with Hasbro. So I mean that's maybe true. I do. And I don't and I don't know why that is. I don't know why Hot Toys can put out more figures faster from Mandalorian or Bad Batch mm-hmm. than Hasbro can. There yeah. is definitely a disruption in the information chain getting to uh, figures on the shelf because Funko and Hot Toys yeah. and a bunch of other companies can get their product based on new media out mm-hmm. to collectors and consumers way faster than Hasbro. And I, I can I can I tell you what the that. speed bump is. Yes. Speed bump is the Black Series exists. It needs to get out of the way. <laughs> well, I, I honestly think just having worked for you know a few just big, I think Hasbro is just too big. It's too big of a corporation. There's too much bureaucracy versus Funko, which is probably still small and lean enough to be like, just screw it. We're going to make these characters. And there's probably a lot of less less red tape versus a Mattel or a Hasbro, which probably has a lot more uh, hoops to jump through to get a figure to production versus maybe a smaller toy company that could, that could just kind of do it. F it. We're going to do it. I would, I would probably agree with that. And you can see that in the packaging, right? Yeah. You can see that here. Case in point. Brand new. And again, I don't do six inch, but I do kid lines. So here is the new kid line G.I. Joe. It's the ninja. Mm-hmm. It's the red ninja, right? That, that's, you know, I like to... I like to brand myself as a toy aisle collector. And these are the kid lines that show up in the toy aisles pretty easily. Right. I don't like lines where half the line is exclusive that no kid could feasibly collect. Right. So on the back of this has an image of the figure and then the legalese at the bottom. Right. Mm -hmm. There is no story. There is no cross sell. There is no I mean, it doesn't say it doesn't show you what the wave is. It doesn't. If you think about it now, if I'm a new to G.I. Joe, is this Red Ninja a good guy or a bad guy? There's not even a damn Cobra signal single yeah. signal on it right <laughs> i mean here look how much legalese is on uh here's new spidey right in yeah. the web gear series okay it's legalese and this is mm-hmm. one sentence where is it one sentence of dialogue about the character which yeah. is really generic and then it's replicated in multinational his languages. name is spider-man well <laughs> and the thing is is it still matters to kids because i have to, i have a seven-year-old uh, boy and a, a three and a half year old boy they care about that stuff if there's a checklist with figures they dig they they search over it and they still circle it today yeah it's not, like they don't, it's not like the kids don't care about it they bio card comic story yeah. i mean this is this is what has been lost by hasbro 100%. by being a multinational company and you're exactly right i mean what how many well as kids in the 80s right 
If you missed your episode that day, that morning, because remember, they did an episode a day. If you missed it, you don't get that part of the story until summer mm-hmm. if you catch it in the reruns. Oh, but yeah. you're most likely outside on your BMX, right? Sure. So you just kind of lost that story. And so you had to have the toy to tell you what is going on with that figure, right? Sure. So yeah. nowadays, they rely so much on the IP that you know the IP. Like, I have to know who the red shadow, the ninjas are because I watched uh, not even the last snake eyes movie, but GI Joe two, right? That's -hmm. when they had these guys, right? I have to know that property in order to even know who the figures are, right? Here's Scarlet. I had to have either played the video game that came out, what last year, year and a half ago, or, but there's no cartoon that has this Scarlet figure. It doesn't say whether she's a G.I. Joe or a Cobra on here anywhere, right? I mean, they you have to rely on knowledge of the property yeah. to collect or as a kid to collect nowadays. So yeah, it's, right. it's 100% agree. 100% agree. It, it, it's a struggle. It's a struggle because the magic has been lost from building a toy line that we grew up with, right? And this is what I'm trying to tell. I'm trying... There was, you you could collect without knowing the media or the property as back in the day. Nowadays, you can't do that. I mean, they just don't make it. They, you can do that, but they don't make it convenient. They don't make it easy, right? No. It, they don't make and, it fun. And, and the thing is, like, again, my kids, they can just, you know, it's all streaming. So they, just go, they can watch any cartoon, see every episode of SpongeBob they want to pick out or whatever. But, like, for us, the toys was how we made our own stories in between. Right. Right? Absolutely. And, and, and um, but the thing is, kids still do that, and that's that's what I think. Maybe uh, us adult collectors forget. I, I and and I'm I'm thankful I have two young uh, boys that they still play the same way I we all played as a kid. But to your point, they're just not given that as much of an opportunity to be imaginative or given a story and then go run with it, right? As as we right. were, and that's that's a bummer. It is a bummer. Yeah, that's brutal. But hang on, we're gonna go back to JK for a second because he's gonna drop some knowledge on us. Oh well, I, I am okay. Well, I don't know about that. I actually wanted to go back to something you said, Ryan. Uh, oh, and a little, a little not off topic, but you talked about how in like Godzilla as a property, like they can do all these repaints and these re-releases, and they're viewed, you know, in a positive light. It's not a negative. It's like, oh, I, I need a purple vinyl translucent Godzilla and one that's pink and one that has glitter and one that's glow in the dark, and that's you know, it's like I said, it's it's something that's viewed as as a positive. I do think we we talk about that and why I think kaiju specifically, but also broader tokusatsu. So your common riders, your Ultraman, your Super yep. Sentai, why that works? They're they're able, which I don't think a lot of our, our American uh, toy companies have been able to do, is position themselves not only as toys but also as the designer toys and that's a whole i know we don't talk a ton about that uh in this uh usually on on this uh on yhs and in toy anxiety but the designer vinyl market in there is one in the u.s it's a lot of indies and a lot of custom properties but kaiju's been doing that for a long time Mm -hmm. and the people that collect godzilla you know just your typical bandai you know they look like they do on screen you know what which i would say would be a direct correlation to most of the toys that we see here in the states they hate Sofa B just as much uh, as as a lot of the American fans would. They they don't like it. They say, I don't want, why do I want a purple hetero when I can get one that looks like it is on screen? And it's it's a debate in there. So I do think Kaiju in general and Godzilla just happens to fall into that where it's an acceptable medium within the designer toy industry. At some point, 
you know, are we going to see Star Wars uh, properties done in sofa form and done in these wackwoods? Maybe, but I think Kaiju just has a 50 year head start on that because they were created post-war done specifically to not look like they are on screen because they thought kids would be scared of them. And that's its heritage and its lineage. So I think it gets a little bit of a pass and it's hard sometimes to, to have that direct correlation. But believe me, within the kaiju collecting community, there are people that want to spend $500 on the most you know suit accurate Godzilla. And the same, a different person is going to spend $500 on you know a cartoony, rounded edges, translucent pink Godzilla. And they're both going to be happy. And there's not as much crossover as you would think, which is just a little bit mind boggling. So long-winded way of saying, I don't know if our properties that we're talking about, the Star Wars and the Ninja Turtles and stuff, can cross that designer line right now. And it'll be interesting to see if they can, you know, in the future. Well, it's funny. Cause like, well, like I said, like uh, the last episode from Sunday of geek dad life, he was the, your guest there. He was showing off like vinyl designer toys on American properties. Mm-hmm. Right. And he was doing those, the, the, the Reitman collection. Yeah. He was showing off as well. And it was uh, that the, the aerosol barbasol yeah. can. Mm-hmm. Amazing stuff. And yeah. I, I do yeah. think there's I I would love to see designer turtle toys. And I'm not mm-hmm. talking just about like the pretentious Mattel creations <laughs> stuff that we're getting. And I do call it a pretentious <laughs> line. They do they, I have my they clear skeletor really cool... right above me here. I have my clear skeletor right above You're me. You're right. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Walgreens exclusive skeletor is what I call it. Because it's like the Sioux Storm, right? That's clear. But it's the you know, uh, but I think that's great that they bring in these artists. Uh, to do this stuff for Mattel, like even when it's their Hot Wheels or their Barbies or whatever. And I think that's cool. And I do think there is room for that. And I would love to see Turtles drop in, Ghostbusters, Batman, Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Spider-Man screams Mm -hmm. make vinyl artist toys. To me, anyways. I I think all all these characters do. I mean, Star Wars, exactly, right? Star Wars dabbles into it a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, like you said, yeah, Ghostbusters were slowly starting to get there. Yeah. Uh, and even like, I think there's a guy that's locally here. He makes custom companion figures for Ninja Turtles. That's amazing. Ooh. So he made one that was like a little prawn guy that goes with uh, Leatherhead. That's oh, awesome. Very cool. Uh, right. I'm, I'm going to find that? him and I'll drop it, him into geez, yeah, I yeah, want therapy. That. Yeah. I I encourage everybody if you, I mean, there's a lot of designer vinyl toy shows across the country to go check it out. And it, it's not just your cause and your bare brick and your, um, uh, and your kid robots and stuff of the world there. Mm-hmm. There's some, a lot of local indie artists that are doing, you know, inspired by properties, but like I said, very, very small scale, but there's mm-hmm. some really cool stuff. Um, and I, 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 Ryan, I hope you're right. I hope we live in a world in the future where all the major properties have that extension for those that kind of dig that aesthetic. Cause I think it'd be so cool. I, I would love that. I would totally, like, I know now, like I know with Funko, I know sometimes they'll do like that, uh, that clear glittery mm-hmm. stylized Skeletor. I think they did one at Stay Puffed mm-hmm. as well, or at least some company did. I, now I can't remember, but now I talking about it and thinking about it, there was like this Japanese style, stay puffed and he was blue and pink and glittery and i remember it looking pretty badass and i remember it being like you know it, w- it was a higher end item it wasn't yeah. just 
secret was it secret base that does this that it's half skeleton half um, it's not just them it was but that's coming out too right because craig was buying those uh sesame street muppets sesame street ones yeah so the secret the secret base stay puffs have launched in in 2016 and they're still releasing them today um stay tuned everybody for a very fun announcement from toku toy town over the coming weeks on those items but uh, as I say that, um, no, there is, uh, there's some really cool stuff that Secret Base has done with the Ghostbusters line. Uh, they've also done, uh, they've done some stuff with uh, some really cool Ronald McDonald uh, stuff as well, and that same we, kind of aesthetic. We it's love amazing. that stuff, yeah. And they did, they actually had the Gremlins license for a bit, and they did one a Gizmo, but I don't, uh, it's really hard to find. And they did one uh, from the the Super Eye Productions for Ultraman. They did, yeah. um, I forgot which one, if it was Canagon or whoever it was, but anyway. I, I hope that that's where we go to because it'll be amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, really want. Uh, now that you said that, it always makes me. I've always wanted toy anxiety Happy Meal boxes. <laughs> where they like, where you kind of like, you have a crossword mm-hmm. puzzle, but you have to fit. It's all things that Jake hates, and you have to <laughs> kind of like write it all in there, and it's just like. <laughs> I, I collect uh, Happy Meal boxes. I have a whole shelf of them over there i freaking love the old school fold the old school movie. ones the batman ones like they're just mm. they're they're so good or even just the old place star wars special editions are pretty great uh was, hollow was, wasn't special editions taco bell though oh you're right you're right you're right you're right my bad fast foods fast food but they are but they did have the happy meal type boxes where you yes, could put the yeah. Put the uh, punch out the ships and stuff. Yeah, you're right. I was, was such a nerd, and I I saved the the remember the Doritos uh, bags, uh, the first Star Wars. Yeah, of course. I all of I saved. Yep, because that was how you got your uh, mellow away Obi Wan spirit yeah, of Obi Wan. Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. I saved the bags, and I I saved. There was a, a a you know a box of the smaller chips that had a little board game for Star Wars in it that I saved. If like, you're ever looking to get rid of those. Abigail Gardner will take those. Yes. 100%. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, designers, I have a $100 million idea I would need someone to do for me, and that is to make an advent calendar that is all for mini accessories to go with Hasbro action figures, right? Because uh, tell me, you couldn't come up with 24 different, like, a loath cat, mm-hmm. a backpack, a Darth Maul Mandalorian helmet, a, you know, and each day, the first day is the figure. And then the next 20 some days is the companion droids and the gear and the battle and the creatures and the womp rats. And the, how, how is that? That writes itself. And it it, does. I mean, Hasbro even has most of that made. They would have to tool Mm -hmm. very few pieces, but I know that there's a lot of great, I think we're going to steal that instead, and we're going to talk to Tony Taylor, (laughs) and we're going to do a yes, have some advent calendar of uh, of minifigs. I'll be in line. And I will throw money at that all day long. (laughs) It'll be exclusive to tokutoytown.com. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, Lego does it all the dang time. I do. Hasbro doing that. I have every single Lego calendar. I actually got a duplicate for my birthday. I actually just returned it, and some Wait, other didn't figures NECA do one last year of Gremlins? Like, was there not a 2020 Gremlins advent calendar where you got little Mogwais and eggs and different Gremlins? That would be cool. I swear that was a thing, and Are I was making eggs? that up. I... They call eggs? Is that right? Is that proper? Those, well, I don't know what. To, whenever they pop out Mogwai of their back and... 
terminology? I don't know. That's right. Funny. But there's like there was one there. I'm looking up. Yeah, says, Stephen Jacob are telling me yes. yes, that's a thing. Okay. So Mogwai. This is, this is a, how did I, it's still in stock on Big Bad Toy Store, forty nine ninety nine. Uh, I guess we're all buying them. So, <laughs> but it's kind of like I kind of want more stuff like that as well because it's just like yeah. NECA could. Like you said, like even if NECA did like an, an animated turtle. Oh, but it's by Jack Specific, or this one's by Jack Specific. Oh, that's by Jack Specific. Yes. Okay. And Adam just put that in the chat too. So, yeah, I don't know. I I want. You're right, Jake Stevens. That's what we need in our life. We need more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And uh, and blind bags are such a big deal. Right. And like I don't even know look at why. everybody with the the mini puff stuff that like ruins your clothes and house like people are all over that so so i wonder if i wonder though if lego owns any type of u.s patent for blind bags that hasbro cannot trespass on because lego can't do mini cart mini figures on cards because that violates the deal with hasbro Okay, it's the same way that uh, Funko had to make, had to make. If you remember, the original Star, uh, Star Wars Funko Pops had rotating heads, and yeah. then and they can be removed from the stand. Well, Hasbro saw that and went, "You're making action figures. You can't do that." So they had to send a letter over to ha uh, to Funko and go, "Yeah, cease and desist on this." So that's when they had to make them bobble and mount it yeah. to the stand. Mm -hmm. So there are these weird technicalities that have to yeah. jump back and forth. Maybe. But, but is Hasbro, that why they couldn't do like, that's why they can't, that's why Lego can't do just blind bagged minifigures of Star Wars, correct? Correct. So I wonder if Hasbro can't do blind bags of Star Wars action figures because Lego got to that yeah. first. Tell me. Star Wars collectors would not go insane. Now, if you want to do oh, a repaint oh, line, oh no, they're all, they already if you are. You want to do a repaint <laughs> line? You put Star Wars three and three quarter action figures in blind bags. You would have every time you put out a case, one person would buy the whole damn thing, and that would you would just go, 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 right? So, <laughs> YHF collectively spent like four hundred on blind boxes this weekend. So. <laughs> Next week's toy anxiety. Spoiler alert: There's going to <laughs> there's going to be a lot of cats dressed up like monsters showing up in the next uh, <laughs> in the next episode. Mm. I love it. I love it. We are reaching that one and a half hour mark. Is there anything, Jake? Jakey, is there anything that you want to bring up news wise before you know, we roll? I yeah, we're running a little long. I don't want to go too long, but I mean, just for everybody, like this was in the last two weeks has been huge in the Kaiju community. Not only did we have Godzilla day celebrating the 67th birthday of our favorite Kaiju. We also had the spring Kaiju festival in Japan and we had uh, designer con here in the States. And so there's some really, really cool stuff. Um, Honestly, I'll go ahead and punt to go check out our last episode of YHS on Monster Island. We talked a lot about Godzilla Day and all the cool stuff there. And then the next one that we'll be releasing, we'll probably talk a little designer con. So I'll, I'll punt that because I know we're already at that one and a half hour mark. And Dude, I'm sure, Ryan, that you have some. We cool got stuff. time. Okay, well, how about do this? it? How about this, this? Is bootleg. You do whatever you want. Okay, yeah, okay, right? okay. You guys talk me in. Three hours show. <laughs> All righty. Well, I'll just highlight a few of the big Godzilla Day drops because there were a ton. I mean, that's like everybody from Bandai to Marasan to you name it. They were dropping stuff. And of course, 
for those that are heavy into the kaiju collecting world, you know we love us some X+. Plus. They are the creme de la creme of all kaiju collectibles. Yes, entry price is probably in the high 300s nowadays, but they're amazing. They're kind of the hot toys of kaiju. And right. they released three new, uh, well, actually one new and two kind of Star Wars-esque repaints of uh, some really cool uh, cool ones. But I'm going to go ahead and Godzilla my- Carbonite. I know exactly right. Um, actually, more more subtle than that. It's like maybe one dorsal fin has different shading on it. But is this, let me- is this 62? Is that is this what year is this for Godzilla? 62? 67. 54. 67. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Got so it. let me share my screen here. Do, do, do Screen share. And we'll pull this one up. Let me know when you guys can see that. Boom. Okay. So this is the one I want to call out. This is awesome. This is. That is awesome. This is Godzilla the ride. So for those that don't know, one of the big amusement parks over there released a new 3D ride featuring Godzilla. They redesigned him. They made him look almost like a mashup of the legendary Godzilla and a Heisei Godzilla. Um, And they decided, despite only being this little seven minute ride, they're going to blow out the merch. So Bandai released a six inch version and then they just released this one X plus um, it'll be ready next year, but this one comes in probably before shipping about four fifty, and I've got another 125 and shipping on top of that. But this is in their uh, 30 centimeter line. So about 12 inches tall. This thing is beautiful. Um, is it vinyl this- or is it a statue? It is. So it, it is both. <laughs> yeah, both. So if you, um, I want to make sure I'm using the X plus terminology correct because it's a little blurry, but it is a hard vinyl. So it's not your classic soft vinyl that you'd be a Safubi. It's not resin because they do have a resin line called their Real Master Collectors line that is on a stand. Those are referred to as resin statues. This, though, has though no points of articulation, is not a statue. It is just a collectible. You cannot call it a statue, but it is uh, but just because it's not made out of true resin and it doesn't have a base. So that's X plus terminology. Um, we can talk about it, uh, you know, disagree or agree on that whatsoever. But um, after that, they did re-release this bad boy. This oh. is in their gigantic line. So this thing is going to be close to 42 centimeters tall. This thing is gigantic. It's the 74 Showa era Mechagodzilla. And the only thing that's different between this and the re-release, or excuse me, the original release from last year is there's a little bit more of the black shading on it, as you can see here. But other than that, it's the exact same piece. And this guy goes about 800, uh, about 800. I need that to go up against my Sentinel. Yeah, yeah, it would be a a good battle. So this was 49 centimeters tall. There you go. So it's it's big. Um, I have one item from the gigantic series. I have the 54 Godzilla, the original, the Shodai Goji, and it is amazing. Um, I the the detail. These are direct suit replicas. Um, Jake also has a uh, Jake. Jacob Walsh also has some X plus and he will, uh, he'll talk about how wonderful they are. They're awesome. And then the last one they released, I actually passed it is speaking of the Shodai Goji. This is the original 54. This is a re-release of the Yuji Sakai model. Yuji Sakai is one of the great sculptors in Japan and does a lot of cool stuff for X plus. And this is the 54 and 30 centimeter. So this line, they're re-releasing it once again, just a slightly, slightly different coloring on there. Still very, very suit accurate. Um, and this guy's a little bit more affordable. He's like in the $300 range uh, as, as X plus goes. Bargain. I know, right? Um, but it's uh, it's really cool. And it's the th- 30 centimeter line is really what I collect. So that was kind of one what's, of the big. For, for us Americans, what's 30 centimeters and in inches? About 12. 
12. Oh, okay. 12 inches. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the main line that I personally collect. So I have about 12 or 14 of these guys, different kaiju and stuff. I love this line. Um, I think it's, they also have a kaiju or large monster, which is a 25 centimeter line, which is, uh, which they usually come in different poses and different sizes. So you're so buying just, all of these or no, I, I'm not buying any of these. I tried to get the um, the Godzilla the Ride one, um, and it was unfortunately capped on like Awesome Collector. And these are all Godzilla store exclusives. So I can't even buy them from like the typical auction sites and some of my proxy oh, yeah. buyers that I use. So That's you have insane. to. Yeah. So I'll have to get it like secondhand market in Japan to get it over here. And it's just, it gets pretty cumbersome especially shipping these big boxes. how do you display multiples of these when they're this big <laughs> so i the 30 centimeter i just have like on top of like i have a little like cabinet display i call my little toy museum and then i have all of my my 30 centimeters on top of that and then at my my gigantic i have actually directly above me in, in a shelf by itself actually not by itself now with a with a 30 centimeter resin sculpture uh of uh king goji godzilla 1962 up there. So, um, that's where I display them, but it's, I mean, go, go Google images of these crazy X plus collectors. I mean, some of these folks that have been collecting it from the beginning literally have hundred to 200 of these X plus figures. And you can imagine the cost, but also these rooms to the point where you can't even tell where one figure starts and the other one yeah. uh, ends and the other one begins. Yeah. And, no kidding. And it, I don't know. I mean, to each their own, um, everybody has different impetuses why they, why they collect. But I mean, I, I want to be able to at least make what, what kaiju it is. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was a, that was really cool from Godzilla day. The other one, and I'll flip over here going more towards kind of the, the most mass produced and that's the Bandai movie monster series. This is your six inch line. These are the toys that in Japan you're going to get for five or 10 bucks, you know, you know, 500 to 1500 yen. Um, and they are, you know, your classic, your toys, kids are going to buy these, right? These are the in aisle, if you will, Jake. Um, and they released a few for Godzilla day, including this really cool 75 Mecha Godzilla. So not from Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, but actually from 1975's uh, Mika Gojira no Gyakushu or Terror of Mecha Godzilla. And this is a really cool one from 75. It's a little battle damaged, uh, just a, you know, very subtle battle damage is the only thing, but it's one of the first times they've released the 75 they're releasing gorosaurus as well everybody's <laughs> favorite plucky dinosaur originally came out in 67's king kong escapes and then then transitioned over to the godzilla franchise in 68's destroy all monsters monsters or kaiju soshengeki and then they're releasing a new variant uh for header it's his 50 it's it's 50th birthday so they're releasing all these in six inch you're gonna probably be able to get these in the second hand market in the u.s for anywhere from $30 to $45. So they're going to be a little bit more digestible. But if you're in Japan, these things, like I said, are five to 10 bucks. Uh, just shipping and uh, exclusivity and all that good these stuff. These are the so, equivalent of the ones I see at Walmart, right? So those, the Playmates one, these would yeah. be um, a little bit better sculpt and mold um are a lot better in some cases there's some really um there's some wacky ones let's just say in the, the playmates <laughs> one uh i go google playmates shin godzilla it it's really bad but Poor it's like playmates. the john hammond uh that that it's up there with like worst figure with the john hammond one that was recently released but um so these are really cool because bandai the movie monster series is is so big it's been running now for geez almost 15 years um, and it replaced, uh, they had, they always released these new series and collections and it's the one that's really kind of been making waves six inch. 
Godzilla originally with Bandai started out in the eight inch scale. And after the Godzilla collection, which was 83 to 95, they moved to six inch and it's just seen it go through, uh, go through the roof. So those were the two big ones. Um, I, I'm just going to show a picture of designer con because a lot of people have seen this one Mondo, yes. you know, the most hated company of, of American based Kaiju fans right now, it seems <laughs> like, uh, they, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I know a lot of, a lot of YHS listeners have been, you know, they know Mondo very well. They were new to Kaiju. So a lot of Kaiju fans that had no history with Mondo, let's just say there's been a little bit of a learning curve. Um, <laughs> in fact, yeah, there's some, uh, you know, a lot of sad comments there, but I love this one right here. Cool. This is an 84 Godzilla from Godzilla 1985 released here, but return of Godzilla in Japan. And this is their Umi variant that was only released in a run of 150 that you had to buy at designer con. Ooh. And so this thing, I actually bought mine on secondhand market today. Cause I, this thing is just beautiful. Um, it's actually my first Mondo uh, Sofa B line or Sofa B item. So look at that guy. Look at that. That is gorgeous. And they also did a hetera um, as well. A new one. I don't love their hetera sculpt, uh, but anyway, it's the Hawaiian variant, a variant because in um, a lot of Safubi brands would release an exclusive to the uh, to Hawaii only to Hawaiian stores, and it's been like a longstanding tradition in uh, in Japanese companies and Sofubi, and so it's a thing when you have the Hawaiian variant, and so mm. that's what they did here uh, for that one, and that's really about it. The spring the the spring Kaiju Festival really there was a couple things from X Plus, but still in the prototype phase. They're doing a legendary Kong and a Gamera sixty six, which kind of got everybody pretty excited. But that's about it. I mean, there was a lot of stuff over the last few weeks. Thank you guys for listening to me ramble on about it. But <laughs> absolutely, uh, I absolutely love this stuff. And uh, and yeah, hopefully you love we'll, it. We'll I didn't get... I didn't gather that at all. <laughs> yeah. You you give me instant toy anxiety though when you say things like yeah, there's only one hundred and fifty released at a Comic Con. Yes, yeah. it's someone who collects mass-produced toys. I'm like, who? Like, I'm out. I'm done. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I, I yeah. hope people understand why I put Monster Island over every week on Toy Anxiety. This is this is why, folks. This is the deep knowledge, but also wow, deep yeah, anxiety it's for me. It's a different world. I mean, I I like you guys. I mean, obviously, I've collected vintage toys. I have a few modern lines that I collect, but it's you have to kind of switch your brain to do some of this kaiju collecting because it's it's a different. It's just a different world, for better or for worse, right? It's just a different world. And when you're fighting over something that only they produce thirty five of, you know, and yeah. it's like. Uh, you know, and, and, and it's just truly the, the eye colors are different, right? And people yeah. will will battle over that. So it's now, just how a bit now, not not to open up another can of worms, just give me the abridged version. Okay, you are obviously you and Jacob are deep into this world, and you have connections and ties, and you know, fluent in Asian languages to obtain all these things. But what what if I was like decided tomorrow to get into this world? Would it even be possible for someone? Would you just need to back up a money bag and a money truck and then have like a proxy and, you know, smuggle people to other countries to like actually get this? Or is this just it? Yeah. Yeah, it, it depends. I mean, I, I think we talked about this on one of our first episodes with Craig and Abby on on just kind of kaiju collecting in general. And the answer, I, I just say there's one thing. You, if you're a completist in any form or fashion, you cannot collect kaiju because you will never complete anything. Probably yeah. the greatest 
you know, whoever has the largest collection of kaiju collectibles in the world probably doesn't have a complete set of anything when yeah. you're talking like into the sofa realm and stuff. That's just not a thing there, right? Mm -hmm. It's just not a thing. As far as the cost, sofa is expensive. The high-end X Plus stuff is expensive. But there's so much more. Those are such small percentages of the overall kaiju collecting that it's just what people talk about the most. You know, it's kind of squeaky wheel gets the grease. It's like that's what you hear the most about. Mm -hmm. But the Bandai Movie Monster series, what we've seen from even NECA when they had the license and hopefully Super 7, what we're, we've seen for Playmates as a truly you can go to the Target right now. Uh, well, some Targets and then get for $10, get a Jet Jaguar to get a Rodan, get a Gorosaurus. That is wild. Like, I mean, growing up, like I had my first Godzilla collectible came from Japan and it was, uh, I mean, it had to get it bootlegged from a guy in Boston who knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy. And now I can go in before other than trend masters in the mid nineties, but now you can go into a target or Walmart and get Godzilla collectibles for, yeah. you know, 10, 15 bucks, which is amazing. It just depends what your goal is and what, how deep you want to go. But there's definitely a lot of entry points for NIO collectors for kids because, Hey, I'm with you, Jake. If the kids can't get the toys and we can't grow up a new era of any of any property, but Godzilla for one, if we can't grow them up with toys and toys are still the best way to drive imagination to form these bonds that just that, you know, that's why we're talking about it here. Men of you know respectable ages. If we can't do that, then it's a lost cause. And so there are those to help keep that new crop of Kaiju fans, uh, you know, coming up and, uh, and hopefully one day they'll transition to Sofa B or X plus. And as you said, the cycle will keep going. So hopefully that answered your question. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I understand now. I need to donate plasma and you know sell a plasma child series. That's and, your plasma yeah. series. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Stop showing me stuff that's cool. Let's just move yeah. on. Move on. Yeah. 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 You don't want you don't want Jacob Walsh to start showing his collection because that is just boom. That's a lot. I mean, there's some really cool stuff. And and I'm very honored to be part of YHS and Monster Island to get to see some of that stuff and him talk about it because it's it's ridiculously impressive. He has the best Godzilla collection of anybody that I know. Yeah, you two are contagious because it's kind of like it's one of these things where you're listening and you're like, well, I'm just going to Google this. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to put my phone down. And I'm just going <laughs> to shut up and listen because it's just... It gets a, yeah, you guys, yeah, it's, it's great. I love when that happens when it's something I don't really know nothing about, but the two hosts can just suck me right into that world. And it's just mm -hmm. like, oh, I know everything about Godzilla after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love Riley Bob's comment. Jakey explaining Kaiju. I have a certain set of skills, particular set of skills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Riley Bob. My yeah. boy. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, do we have anything? Is there anything else that anyone wanted to bring up news wise, toy news wise? It wasn't actually a very big epic week for toy news, really. No, the yeah. turtle van was kind of kind of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the uh, rancor we covered the the kind of the yeah, but we're talking about like yeah. good news, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about cool things. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I think it's uh, it, we're, we're starting to get past that uh, time where, you know, con season has officially wrapped, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yep. When it's usually uh, obviously these big companies aren't coming to cons right now uh, that used to end with New York Comic Con, which yeah. was in late October. And that would be their last push until Toy Fair, which would be in February. Well, yeah. you know, they're not doing any of those. And we're getting these. Um, oh, I guess. Uh, the Boba, the the 
bring home the bounty that uh, StarWars.com is doing the weekly drops for Star Wars products. And this week, the it was uh, they showed Hasbro figures that we pre-sold uh, months ago. So wasn't anything really too exciting in this week. Uh, was it week six of Bring Home the Bounty? So hopefully as we get closer to the actual show, because these reveals are going to go through the rest of the year, yeah, it will be uh, it will be something more exciting. I think the only thing that we can make more exciting for that Rancor is if that tier includes some type of tie-in to the Book of Boba Fett. If that Rancor has some type of tie-in or has a customizable piece to look at like a Rancor that's yeah. in the new media. Because well, I think well, that's where the Proton Pack really, really, uh, but they have media tie-in. Book of Boba is not till December 29th, right? So it's yeah. past the window. So it, it last I checked, the, the Rancor window, but... died in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah, but you know, I mean, yeah, maybe it's going to come with the uh, baby Rancor, right? Bad they Bad did the baby Rancor in uh, Bad Batch. Yeah, exactly. Bad Batch. Right? right? There you go. Munchie or whatever his name. No, that's <laughs> what was his name? Something I don't remember, lines. but it was like, oh, okay, I get it, Filoni. Hey, this is yeah. All right. Yeah, I get it. Everything's connected. I got it. <laughs> Thanks. I love you, but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. We want to go into some sad comments to finish off the night. Love it. I Who's have... got some that's not me? Oh, jeepers. I got uh, two. All right, JK. You're going up first. I'm going to bootleg this. Okay, I have one that is very short, and then I have one that is brilliant. The second one, I really wish Jacob Walsh could read the second one, but the first one is short, and it's also sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> Fantastic. And so are we, to be honest. And if you sign up with Manscaped now and use the code TOYANXIETY, you will get 20% off plus free shipping, free international shipping. So even if you're a dirty Canadian like me and you want to go from flocked to smooth, this is it. This is this is the way to go because uh, you know what? You, to get anything free shipping nowadays when you spend any sort of money, it's a rare treat. And I kind of wish uh, NECA and Super Seven and Hasbro would look into that. That would be uh, <laughs> that would that would be fantastic. Uh, as a as a Manscaped user for many years, uh, it's great products. Twenty percent off is a great deal. It's uh, yeah, absolutely. It's one of the absolutely one of the best, and it's you know it's you've got it comes with uh, everything that you need. Mm -hmm. Everything from like deodorant yeah. for your parts. Two, it's got like extra length and clippers. So if you don't want to go all the way to the skin, you just want a nice, you just want a tidy, you can make a tidy. It's great. I love it. Bat symbol up there. You got it. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. <laughs> all, all the scapings, even beyond that. Even they have other stuff too, like nose trimmers and all that kind of stuff. It's great. Yep. You got the weed whacker. That's for your, it's for your nose, for your ears, wherever you grow hair and you don't want it. They got the solution. <laughs> so I definitely check it out. <laughs> the lawnmower 4.0 from Manscaped. All right, I'm gonna play you some music, Jakey. Okay, and this is from uh, from Mondo's Instagram, and this is in regards to somebody that just doesn't understand how Sophie doesn't have articulation or is not the most screen accurate. Uh, um, that's a little bit of the background. I'm already on this guy's side. <laughs> Once again, sponsored by Manscaped. No dick. No balls and probably no butthole. No likes. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if he would have used Manscaped, maybe he wouldn't have lost them. Yes. Right. <laughs> All right. Go through, do I go with your second one? Sure. So yeah. this one, like I said, I, I'm not going to do it justice. I really wish uh, Jake could read this one. Um, this is one of the greatest comments I've seen uh, in, in the Godzilla stuff that I follow in collectibles because this guy whose name it's on, this is on Twitter on Mondo's Twitter as well. This guy's has the best screen name ever it handle. It's Lyco search engine. Uh, so he, so it's he's amazing. getting called out tonight. Yeah. Well, this um, is the bootleg. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't even think about that. That's perfect. But he complains. His sad comment is in rhyme. Oh, yeah. I do. Jacob this Walsh, is, if you're listening, this is amazing. <laughs> okay. I'm ready when you are my friend. I'm just a guy near Nantucket. I tried to buy some Mondo, then said, fuck it. You suck dick like a whore from Manila. I guess I won't waste money on your overpriced Godzilla. Screw you, Mondo. No likes. But I'm going to like it right now. Because that is amazing. Wow. It's, I, it happened like I saw it a few, like an hour or so before the show started. Uh, one of my friends sent me a note and said, have you seen this? Uh, but uh, I would go check it out before this thing gets taken down because that is the most brilliant, <laughs> sad comment uh, in the world. Um, that uh, has to go on. If they do, if, if uh, Craig and Abby and Jake do uh, a cassette every year, yeah. Yeah. that has to go on there. Wow. <laughs> Yep, it's real, guys. Go check it out. Mondo News, the uh, their Twitter feed. It's on there. It's uh, on the so the post about the Designer Con uh, Godzilla's, the one that's the final day of Designer Con, talking about some of the Godzilla releases as well as Jaws releases um, as well. So the Jaws Tiki's. So that's oh. what we got. Wow. All right, I'm gonna read. This one is from. It's from Hasbro. Go figure. It's from the announcement of the Rancor. Uh, getting another fan first Friday because guess what? It needs it. <laughs> Get myself lined up here. Hey, Hasbro Pulse. How's it feel to be sweating this out? You're scraping from the bottom of the barrel. So now what you should have done a week or so back, you're doing now because of all the complaints and also because you lost a lot of backers, and I'm sure you're going to change the rules come Friday and extend this project because, God forbid, your bread and butter line fails. <laughs> it's just because <laughs> it just goes to show you how out of touch you are with the fan base, with the vintage collection and Black Series. Good luck getting this thing funded. I'm sure you guys are on the computer right now doing some kind of digital render out of a complete desperation of the next two surprise figures that will not actually that are not that will not be an actual figure comment uh, format. <laughs> <laughs> I need a Jacob Walsh for that one too. Oh yeah, He's a, he would he would say it like a sermon. <laughs> oh my gosh. The dude should be running some sort of church. What I love about his <laughs> delivery is his, like how he looks into yeah. the camera as he says it. And it just like, it hits you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it, 
Yeah, it, you like, feel it. it. You. Yeah, you feel you, you're it. a changed man after Jacob reads a sad comic. Absolutely. Right into your soul. Right? So I, like, I, I watch Toy Anxiety on my TV, and it's just like he's like looking right at me. <laughs> right. And you're just like, you're holding on to your to your rosary. <laughs> and, and you're wondering, what have you done? What have you done to me? <laughs> I was a boy when this episode started, and I'm leaving here a man. <laughs> That's the Jacob Walsh effect when he reads a sad comment. I mean, Craig and I love reading sad comments. But of course, Jake's of course. Different. You all are fine, but it just when he does it, <laughs> I man, it's, no one compares. The man's a poet. He's a sad comment poet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you could tell that other people's discomfort, dissatisfaction, and anger fuel his soul to a point that it projects to you and mm -hmm. out of the screen and into your heart to the point where your heart stops for a moment, rethinks, resets itself and goes, wow. It, it's true. My Apple watch will send me a thing like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> you need to lay down. <laughs> All right. I have a short one. Short, sad comment. Micro. Oh, Micro. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let me get you. Okay. This is in response to, uh, you know, the reveal of the bones for the Rancor. Oh, thank God. Right? It's very short. Gets right <laughs> are we, to are the we point. just repeating what we said earlier? Close. Close. <laughs> okay. Says, seriously, like if it weren't shit already. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay. That's brilliant. Brilliant. Because it actually it does go back to what we said. Yeah. Too. That's fantastic. Good callback. That's a, that's a great callback. I think I do have one more. I don't think it's going to be as good. So this is bootleg. Let's close it on the bad one. Okay, let's do it. All right. This one's on the This one's on the party wagon. Super 7. God bless it. It's uh You're not going to believe this. People are not happy with the price. <laughs> and you're not going to believe how many folks started with for that much money. I hope it dot dot dot. You finished your own <laughs> sentence. There's about 90 of those. But anyway, here we go. Aggressive capitalism from a guy who makes punk rock figures. It comes from that culture. Shame on you, Brian Flynn. <laughs> that was that was a burn. <laughs> Someone's angry. <laughs> But that is our sad comments for tonight. Bootleg edition. I want to thank you guys so much for helping me out, putting on a show, helping let the other let the rest of the team relax because they're going to need a, a week off. And thank God they did. Uh, they filmed. And it's already recorded. It's dropping on Thursday. Oof. Yes, have some prime with, with Jason Reitman, so the director of uh of afterlife and it opens that night as well uh so if there's i'm pretty sure they'll tell you if there's spoilers there's spoilers you're gonna you're gonna be given probably a good heads up beforehand uh, but definitely check that out it's a this is super special i know craig's been working so hard so hard to get that interview so again kudos to, to craig for for making that happen it's happened uh oh dropping thanksgiving. thanksgiving is yeah. when is your guys's thanksgiving is it 
<laughs> it's ne- not this Thursday, next Thursday. Thursday I'm Canadian, so I'm sorry. When you guys say that, I'm just yeah. like, yeah, so it dropped last month. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> It's ready to go. Uh, <laughs> watch it at your leisure. Uh, so, so yeah. So I guess that's next Thursday. Uh, I'm hoping that this Thursday, at any point, you're gonna have to listen to Yes Have Some Prime because you, I, I can't wait to hear their stories mm-hmm. and everything that went down this weekend. I'm super looking forward to it. Also, check out. Uh, I'm gonna let Jay Key plug, plug away Monster Island. Thank you, Ryan. Yes, if you love kaiju, if you may be on the fence about kaiju, whether it's movies, whether it's toys, whether it's just fandom in general, myself and the Tattoo Titan of Tokusatsu, Mr. Jacob Walsh, we talk about it all. We talk about everything from War of the God Monsters and Yangari to every Godzilla film under the sun. We love it. It drops about every two weeks. We just got done with an amazing one talking about Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, which is, for those that know, is an interesting film to say the least. And we just, I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a fun show. And please check us out. And of course, leave us a review and all that good stuff. But before I turn it over to somebody else, I know he won't do it himself, but I do want to say, Ryan, thank you so much for inviting us and hosting us. Uh, it's amazing stuff. And I don't know when it's going to be back, but if you have a chance, go check out Ryan, Abigail Gardner, Cat Hansen on the next iteration of The Bad Bitches, whenever that comes out. I go back and watch those old episodes on YouTube. So good. I know, Jake, you were on some of those shows as well. What a fun, I mean, the chemistry there is toy anxiety-esque. It is absolutely amazing. And then, of course, Ryan already plugged YHS Prime. But, hey, ground zero, number one is, is group therapy. If you're not in group therapy, you are missing out. That is kind of the community that has built up this amazing, amazing nurturing biosphere that is, yes, have some. And then, of course, if you have a few bucks to spare, you want to get that amazing content, please chip into the Patreon. Get some amazing exclusive content from Craig, Jake, Abby, and Ryan. It's amazing. You get watch-alongs. You get movie reviews. You get Craig in his car most of the time. It is just amazing. (laughs) And, of course, Jacob Walsh versus Stephen King, which is everybody's – I mean – it truly should win some awards. It's that good. And so check all of that stuff out. And if you have a chance, check out YHS on Monster Island. I'll throw it back to you, Mr. Dole. That is Ooh. beautiful. Beautiful. Jeez, dude. Bravo. Right? You are a wordsmith, sir. Mind blowing. I like mind blowing. I want I want to buy uh chamois from you and <laughs> yeah. And yeah, anything. Anything. Oh I man, gotta... if I was ever a wrestler, <laughs> I would have you on my you would be my Bobby oh, Heenan. Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jake Stevens. Yes. Plug away. Where can we find you? All right. You can find uh, all things Star Wars at uh, the site from forlamdazuckus.com and all the socials. Um, you can check me out on uh, Galaxy of Toys. We're going to be recording our 100th episode. Now, that doesn't sound very impressive to people who put out tons of content, but this is a long time in the making. We started the show back in 2013. And so we only do about one episode a month. So you can see that this has taken the slow road. So it's going to be fun. We'll, uh, we're recording that this weekend. So that'll probably be out uh, next week or so. Um, but yeah, just uh, always a pleasure to be here. Thanks, Ryan, so much for having us. And uh, I look forward to all the Ghostbusters fun. I have my uh, tickets for this Thursday. So 
I, uh, we'll I can't wait to actually to hear all your guys' reviews. The rest well. of you in your uh, deep knowledge. And uh, and then following this podcast, I have to go uh, watch Spider-Man break down <laughs> trailers for about the next three Same. hours. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't need to break it down. I can just hang on. Let's do a quick screen share. Yes. This is my work computer yes, here. Please. <laughs> How to lose your job 101 and get blacklisted from an industry. All right. <laughs> Actually, I've been looking at the reflections in your display cases, hoping for like uh, a spoiler. You're just going to gonna see more of us in infinity. That's all it's going to be. <laughs> I am so sorry. The uh, <laughs> Geek Dad Life, where can we find you? Uh, YouTube.com slash Geek Dad Life or GeekDadLife.com. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, make sure to hit that like button. If you haven't hit the like button on this video, it's right over there. And if you love what we do, why not hit us a subscribe as well? Mm, you got to hit the subscribe and the bell icon. Yes. You're notified because uh, sometimes toy anxiety happen on a Thursday. And the only way you'll know that you hit the is if and the bell icon. If you let you know, you never know when Jakey's going to drop a, a toy hunt video or when Craig's going to. Those two are yeah. off the hook. They're insane. And I love it. It's the only way to make sure you don't miss it. I love it. If you want to find out what Craig decides he's going to start collecting that day because he couldn't find anything else he was actually looking for, that's the way to find out. We should <laughs> quietly have a challenge to try to get Craig to collect more lines. So, oh, it's not, that's not a hard challenge. I think. I know, what, but what, what, maybe how many we can get, right? My goal is to get him and Jacob Walsh to start a Dino Riders race. Oh, geez. <laughs> to see who will finish that line first. And it, Jake, he is, he's going to be the judge. That's, that's how it's going to go. And we need to have, uh, and, and uh, Jay from Geek Dad, we need to have John on the show at some point as well. Yes. But, I think he's, he goes to bed really early. So he's our. We'll figure it out because we need to happen. have him on the show yeah. with Craig at some point. Exactly. Because those two have a history and people need to know. Yeah. Like Craig and John were friends. Uh, when Craig lived in Raleigh, it's crazy. Yeah, and they reconnected through all of this. Yeah, it's so crazy, which is so wild. Crazy. So yeah. I, I we need to have him on Absolutely. just so those two can just mm -hmm. reminisce about the the old toy hunting days and yeah, <laughs> which which I love, which I love. But uh, but that's it. I'm I'm gonna start playing us out. Thank you guys once again. Uh, Anytime. You guys are you guys are Watch amazing. Back always. And stuff. So we're gonna do that. Just gonna fast forward that. There we go. Nice and bootlegged. <laughs> we are toy anxiety. Bootleg edition. And that's it. Uh, have a good night, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, and it's been a lot of fun. All right, that's it. Good night, folks. Bye. All right. Yeah. Are we are we turned off there, Jakey?